This is going to sound racist, but you know who you remind me of? Saddam Hussein. No, the actor from, you know Lion, is that him? Oh yeah. my gosh. Oh, Death <laughs> Oh my Death gosh. Patel. I'm going to clip this because this is the funniest thing ever. From Avatar Last Airbender, yes. he's Zuko. That is the one thing, everybody says that. Everybody says that. I had a team, I go to quiz nights, right? The guy came, hey, you look like that guy from Lion. And I'm like, ah, oh, it's so funny, Death Patel. Me, and then the next, the next time we went there, our team name was, I'm not effing Dev Patel. <laughs> You oh. actually do look like the dude from Lion. Okay. You know what? I'll take it. That's a handsome man. L- like literally, even the hair, you just crop it a bit at your shoulders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I just, when, when my hair was shorter, I had I looked like him. And just like put yourself on a cover of a CD, just looking <laughs> out into the distance. Just like yeah. the, the side lean pose. Your opinions, your voice. Welcome to the verdict. Only on IPL Radio. <laughs> Deja vu. Deja vu. That's not the name of our show, by the way. It's not. This is the verdict. We're, yep. we're back. Another great week, Michael. <laughs> Another. <laughs> it's like Groundhog Day. It's like yeah. going again. Except, except I have to do everything again myself, and I don't remember what I That's said true. last time. Well, today on the verdict, we're joined by Maria. Thanks Hi. for coming down. Thanks for inviting me. This yep. is the first time I've introduced you, and this is the first time I'm going to discuss the question of the week. <laughs> the question of the week again. <laughs> Would you prefer more money or more free time? So 78% of the people voted for money, 22% voted for free time. What are your thoughts on this one? I feel like it really depends on factors. Is okay. how much money and how much free time? Like, mm. if you can tell me that, I feel like I can answer. Yeah, actually, actually, what what, okay, what figures did you have in mind? Two dollars. How much free time can you get? <laughs> two minutes. <laughs> two minutes. So dollar a minute. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of how much. Actually, that's above. Uh, okay, let's say eighty cents. Eighty so, uh, cents per minute. So one dollar sixty. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you'd get barely nothing to live on. You yeah. <laughs> let's let's say it's like an extra ten hours a week yep. or an extra. $200. Yeah, I mean, the phrase money is time didn't come around for no reason. It was more money, more problems. That that is also that's also you've got a lot of time, well, you've got a lot of time and you've got problems as well. So you got the time to fix it. Hmm. It's it's I'm sure there's like an equation out there that fixed that Alex, shows just it. hide that pile of money behind you, please. <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh no. My fat stacks have made it into the studio. Ah. Okay, that um, was quick. Almost something almost. something superannuation. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, just just for those who are listening and going, wow, this feels, this conversation feels really disjointed. Uh, yeah, we actually started this conversation already, and then um, our recording software just just didn't do it. It just didn't do it, and um, that's upsetting. And don't worry, we're not disappointed with it. It has feelings too. It's okay. Yeah. So I feel like for you, the answer would have been more time today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. No, uh, definitely. I'm just really hoping that it's de- it's saving. And this isn't just a broadcast. Okay. Because I don't know how to use this. I never got taught. I just clicked a button and it worked. Cool. Anyway, so, um, yeah, so, so as always, you end up talking about my job at some point. So I work at a superannuation company. It's fun. Oh, what's superannuation? <laughs> <laughs> We're so good at this. Well, I'm glad you asked. Um, superannuation is a, is, is a project, not a project. Um, it's, it's where employees have to put at least currently 10.5% of your gross income into a little bank account for you later on. I don't agree with that. I don't think that's a actually. No, I, I do want to dive into what 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 issues do you have with that? Actually, well, I think okay. So I think nowadays we you know it used to be Carl works at the factory for twenty five years and then he gets a pension or something like that. Mm-hmm. 
and obviously that can't work anymore because people work a new job every year. Mm-hmm. Mm. So I understand where superannuation comes in, but I just think the pension worked better or there surely is some way that they could make a better system because from what I've seen, I actually just don't think they've used the best. I think they could have done something better. So there's two things at play here, right? You've got superannuation companies, which are generally private companies um, that invest it and grow it. Um, so obviously, if, if you put in 20000 when you were younger, that money hopefully grows and it can like double just just with investments alone. So it's meant to be it's meant to be more than, and, and like I've seen it in my job, people have millions saved because they're able to put that away. But then you've also, you do actually have Centrelink, right? Which offer the age pension. Yeah. So you've got two different forms of pension that, that you can do. And people do it where they've got a pension with my company and they'll have a pension with Centrelink. And then they'll just, it'll make the pension with us last longer because they don't have to take as much out. They can just take the minimum amount out and then, you know, supplement it that way. Can you opt to not have your superannuation put through the super company and just manage it yourself? Yes, it's called a self-managed super fund. And can you opt to take out the self-managed funds and just not have, just have the money yourself? Just have the money. That, yeah. No, um, no. so there are a lot of rules and regulations in regards to accessing super money. Currently, you have to be at least 60 years old to be able to access it straight up. And that is under the requirement that you're retired as well when you hit age 60, which is a kind of a fever dream, but some people are there currently. And then when you hit 65, it doesn't matter what situation you're in, you can access your money. If you need money before that, you have to apply through very certain channels and say, hey, I'm in a situation where I need money and then it has to be approved and so on and so forth. It's meant to be locked away because when people finish work, a lot of people don't have the sensibility to prepare themselves when they leave work. A lot of people, they put away some funds themselves, like, you know, set up a savings and then they'll diminish that within a year. So with superannuation, even when you're receiving a pension, your pension is still invested. It is still able to grow. And sort of, if if you're taking a certain amount, there's a chance that your pension can grow with you. And so even though you withdraw, say 30,000 every financial year, with investment movement, you've only really withdrawn like 5,000. So there are other things that are involved with that. I mean, it is very, I I can understand where you're coming from, but remember with super, it's the employer's money, not yours that they're putting in. Yeah, I I guess, but I mean, technically, okay, what I don't agree with is, for example, if you're running a traineeship at your business, you can kind of make it work out so that you get enough like tax return and government assistance that you're not even really paying them. Like, that makes sense? Like from the trainee Yeah, like if you're running a traineeship. Yeah. So like, I just think, you know what, we can just have the super and we can, you know, be trusted with that. (laughs) <laughs> oh, but you people can't. <laughs> like you know, you know when those COVID payments came out, people were drawing the super so early, like ten thousand dollars. Oh, well, they were drawing the super too. Yeah, because COVID allowed early release of super Ooh. for hardship, right? No forms, nothing. You can just be like, "I would like some money, please," and then we'll give it to you. Um, now, ten thousand dollars may not seem like a lot, but essentially, you're taking away, like, so that ten thousand dollars will be invested and it'll grow, right? So, say ten thousand dollars now might be worth fifty in the future, right? So you're depleting your future pension by that much. Okay. Um, people are bad at managing money. <laughs> we need to, that's why, you know, investors are hired to manage that for them with, with super. But do you think like employees have to, you know, have they have to have a, a super fund, but if you're the owner, if you're starting up your own business, do you have to manage your own super or? It depends. Okay. Um, I'm not, I'm not like a business guy. I don't know anything about business, um, but I know that I've had people call up and, um, 
this guy's like, hey, my wife works for me and we've got a super fund set up. So yeah, I think it depends what type of business you have, if you reach a certain threshold and stuff like that. Um, yeah, but it, it, it is by law. 10.5% currently. That's going to change, I think, next financial year. I think to, it's going to jump uh, to 12. 12, okay. Yeah, because it was 10% and then went to 10.5%. And now look at the increase because inflation sucks. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, honestly, I don't even think that'll make up for the loss that's happened recently. I mean, I think even wages mm-hmm. are probably about 40 grand behind where they were. Mm. Like, I, I'd say we need an increase of wage between 20 to 40% to just match where we were. You know, nobody's going to do that. Ago. Nobody's going to. Yeah, no one's going to do that. Especially <laughs> the government that we previously had, if we're going to get into politics, the government that we previously had, but we're not going to opt for that. And the government that we have now, that's too much of a big move because that's, that's too much of like a big step that they can push for if they wanted to. Mm. It's gonna. I think it's a lot of performative stuff we're gonna see currently. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, politics is rough. <laughs> <laughs> money is hard. Yeah. Fuel is hard. expensive. Oh yeah, tell me about it. Um, yeah, I'm planning. I'm planning to go away to to Melbourne for my birthday, and um, looking at flights comparatively. Oh. Like we went to Melbourne in 2018. Mm, 2018 and 2019 and the massive jump in price from then to now same with accommodation and everything it's like it's one of those because like obviously we live every day and it's like you know you don't see your hair grow but it grows right you and you don't notice until you look at a picture from like two years ago right yep alex yeah of course. case <laughs> in point myself i didn't realize that how much my hair had grown in one point when i'm like oh boy who's that young boy but yeah like if you know, this has been one of those moments where because I can compare how much I spent then, how much I spent now, and I'm like, oh gosh, like I know the cost of a super standard deal from Hungry Jacks has gone up a, a bit. It used to be four ninety five. Now it's like six to eight dollars, depending on what extras you get in there. What is this economy? I remember when the soft serve prices went up. They were like fifty cents soft serve. Now they're like a dollar, I think. Frozen cokes have gone up. They're no longer a dollar, apparently. They're not a dollar anymore. Well, I mean, currently they're three fifty. A frozen coke. Yeah. A Macca's. Yes. What? But I think I think when it comes summertime, those prices will drop. Yeah. But currently, it's three fifty. Wow. <laughs> I just saw the disappointment on your face. <laughs> no, <laughs> it was seething. <laughs> no, it's just because like my nephew loves it, and it's like yeah. such a cheap treat to give him. Like you know, you help me clean my car. Dollar. <laughs> <laughs> Dollar slushies coming your way. Oh yeah. Yeah. That uh, sucks, man. That's just depressing. I, I, I feel like I've just really brought the mood down <laughs> yeah, talking yeah. about the the um the financial the, crisis. The, fr- the frozen cooking decks. Yeah. No. Uh, one thing that I know, we are in a recession. I think right now because right now we're seeing ne- well last financial year we saw negative returns in super for the f- like one of the few instance- instances we had. Mm. The last time we saw it was the beginning of COVID understandable the world broke uh, the last time we saw it was the gfc uh, the global financial crisis right and now we've seen it again because i mean the war in russia uh, supply lines and co- like covid still affecting the world massively now we're getting like sort of the the the, the long <laughs> you know like long covid is a thing yeah the world's kind of experiencing that where all the things that people were doing to try and keep up with covid are now affecting everything else it's like the knock-on effect on that and yeah. now it, investment movement's taken a hit oh yeah like try buying a house nowadays it's- yeah <laughs> i mean I'm, I'm 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 yeah like Haley and i were like not even thinking about it at the moment like originally we're like hey we're gonna rent for a bit for my mom and let's let's talk about building a house and now we're like okay let's survive first and then go, and then get to that point yeah, yeah. i mean it'd probably be better 
sometime in next year, maybe two years from now, be a better time to invest in property. Yeah, yeah. Not, not so much now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, definitely not. And like, yeah, that's why Dad like doesn't want to sell our other property which we have. He mm. he's not selling it now. Just wait wait for a bit for it to grow and stuff to sell. Yeah. Wait, where's that property? Armadale. That was our old house. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, the the one thing you see with markets is they mm. con- they go up and down over a period of time. You just got to find out where you're going to hit in that cycle. That's true. Just like stocks and. Yeah. No, it's very, it's very it's very similar. Very similar. Speaking of stocks, <laughs> who bought Twitter, Alex? Michael, can we go one episode without talking about Elon Musk, please? Am I allowed to not experience his um? What is Mike? That is. Is that on? It is on. Is it? Oh, that is it. Yeah, it is. You know, anyway, because um, <laughs> I realized that was on the entire time. Um, Elon Musk, yeah, I don't care. Oh, my cousin cares. She works for Twitter. <laughs> oh, oh really? no. And, you know, he's like, we're cutting, you know, 50, 75% of the useless employees. And I just texted her. And I was like, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> has, she, has, she, has she got fired? Oh, I, I, like... I don't think she has yet. Oh god! But I'm just like you're in Australia. Like, mm. how are you useful? <laughs> I mean, well, Elon Musk probably recognizes her value. Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't think he's gotten there yet. He's dealing with America first. True, true. And then he's going to get to us, and he's going to be like, gone, 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 gone. Honestly, like, I think with Twitter, half the people that employed there got there from a boyfriend, a girlfriend, or acquaintance or something like yeah, that like yeah. nepotism i don't think merit is very highly regarded there at least until now so <laughs> are we just dunking on twitter now no this that's true that's saying that's like with sometimes with most jobs nowadays like you know a friend they get you a job that's how i got this job yeah. that's how i've got my three previous three jobs that's it is i knew somebody and they got me in, except for outback splash that was pure skill baby <laughs> they're like you look like you can work at a water park and i'm like i can Where's Outback Splash? Um, up by Dunlop in like, oh, okay. um, well, it's not. It's in Bullsbrook. Is but that like the poor man's adventure world? Yes, <laughs> it's better than adventure world actually. Is it? Yeah. Have you been? Mm, no, I, I never. Have I've it. only been to adventure world, so yeah, adventure world. It's it's it costs too much. It's fifty bucks, mate. <laughs> fifty hey, bucks hey. for entry, and Outback you have to pay Splash for the rides. Forty nine. I mean, <laughs> Forty nine ninety five. I mean, if I catch the bus to Adventure World, you know, I save the money in petrol, have enough money left over to go to Adventure World. That's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got to budget petrol now. Wait, so, so you live like a bus ride away from Adventure World? Are you like? I live very. I live like in Beaconsfield, Fremantle. So. Oh. Yeah. Okay. It's quite close. I'm privileged. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Um. No, Outback Splash is good. It's it's remote. It's got a maze. We've got emus and kangaroos. Wow. What, what, does does Adventure World have that? No, it's got the zoo has them. Yeah, but then you have to go to a completely different place, Michael. We have it all in one place. Okay. They have a koala at Adventure World. I don't know that. Do we have five or three. I don't know. Yeah, but they got like a tiny brain. It's smooth. You only need one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Once you see one koala, you've seen them all. Exactly. They don't do anything. This one isn't doing party tricks. You know, this one's not like pick a card. Um, yeah, no, no. There used to be a wombat, and then it went to a reservation because wombats need to be looked after. Mm. Is that what they told you? <laughs> like- yeah, that's what they told me when I went crying and I said, "Where's the wombat?" Like he's gone to a farm, Alex. He's gone to a farm upstate. He's in a better place. <laughs> look, look. He, he, he's running in the field. There's, there's so much yeah don't look at the, the wheels wombat. of my Ford app <laughs> <laughs> yeah just just don't look at the grill just don't that red's tough it's, it's don't worry about it yeah <laughs> no yeah emus and kangaroos and koalas and, and we've got and mazes there like yeah. it's, it used to be the maze and they, it's made is a is it like park. a hedge maze 
there is ooh, I think there's a hedge ma- like uh, there's a hedge maze. There's like um, a wooden maze with like planks and stuff. Then you got like maze puzzles and stuff like that. It's a fun place. Cool. You have to visit it. Sounds nice. <laughs> yeah, I mean, season's picking up. This is this is the time. This to go. is season. Uh, so, what do you work as, Maria? Ah, <laughs> oh. <laughs> transition. <So> Segway. <laughs> Segway, I, I work as a property manager. Okay. <laughs> so cool. cool. <laughs> <laughs> wow, says uh, all the people in the studio today. Wow, that was yeah, great. Yeah, I hear the clapping. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's, it's pretty it's pretty cut and dry. Yeah. I think the only experience most people have with one is like either in like the magistrate's court or, you know, when I'm coming to your house and saying, Hey mate, you wanna clean your shower a bit more? <laughs> like <laughs> you know, it's yeah. not I don't think we have the best honestly, I don't think we have the best perception to the public. Yeah. Funnily enough though, I think out of the whole industry we're probably the ones who actually, you know, trial best for the tenants and the public out of anyone else mm, like okay. you know real estate puts a good face on but the sales you know they're all very conniving do yeah, you um, yeah, mainly yeah. manage rental properties or um, <sighs> own properties so like we manage commercial and resident residential pop- properties and then we also kind of look at that midsection between a property being sold and bought oh, okay. like that um it's kind of put into three groups there's like the sales team and then the rentals team we don't really communicate that much but um the sales hates the rentals and the rentals hates the sales mm-hmm. pretty much how oh, it's always fun yeah I, l- I love turf walls well, yeah because like the sales will do anything to, they will do absolutely yeah. to get anything. the sale yeah 100 percent. They, yeah. they will call you seven o'clock at night and lie to you on the phone to hold up an agreement that you have just mm-hmm. so that they can make the sale the next day so wow. yeah i mean i used to work yeah. in a, at a car yard and just seeing how people went around like trying to sell cars and stuff like that and like the way that people would talk the way around you know yeah I, I understand exactly where you're coming from I, honestly personally i'd never do sales i would never yeah. do sales because i i can't i can't I res- lie to somebody yeah. well it's, it's not even lying you just have to have a certain personality yeah and you i like think fake <laughs> you have to have a motivation for money you have to have a money gain like kind of personality mm. and i don't mm. think if, if you don't then you're just not going to survive it's all about drive with yeah. all the power <laughs> we stay hungry we do yeah <laughs> thank you <laughs> um no i want to say because you got into that field quite uniquely right yeah so i had been doing i'd done an 18 month internship in radio funnily enough um and well, we're on radio that's crazy I didn't even realize. Yeah, so I started off nine months internship and then I kind of went to a full-time position just because, you know, luckily I made the right connections at that station. And then from there, the whole COVID thing happened and for obviously obvious reasons, I couldn't work in media anymore. And luckily, I had been interested in the kind of property management sector just because working in radio, you realize you have gaps. Like you have a creative industry, but... I was very keen on like business skills, communication skills, management skills. And I just thought, what would be a great way to develop those skills more? Property management. (laughs) (laughs) So, and I was able to get in contact with the right people and um, did another internship and then full-time position there again, I guess. How long was the internship? Around the first internships, three months. And and then obviously wasn't paid. Um, no, that so like because of my previous experience, my boss did compensate me, and then from there I went on to a full time position. Um, and they, you know, obviously paid for the training, which I really appreciated. Um, and then it just kind of went on from there. And I definitely feel like the more you're there, the more experience you build, 
the more knowledge you have. But, you know, obviously you're right. A lot of people who go into that industry have gone to uni for it. So I was there on a bit of a different path. So mm. that was interesting. You were saying it was very draining, right? <sighs> like, like they can call you like anytime, basically. It's also just emotional. Like you'll have people coming crying to you, you have owners and, you know, sales managers and tenants all wanting different things, all expecting you to deliver. And sometimes you have situations where you have to call the police and a oh, bailiff. Really? And I've had one... <sighs> Is it like with abuse? Like yeah. Um, the See, th- this is why I actually developed a huge respect for the police. I used to dislike the police. Um, but one day I was doing a inspection. Like the, with the person had left the property. They just disappeared. And so I was just doing my final on the property. And then the door got kicked down <laughs> and the police were there. Okay. And they thought I was the resident. I was like, I am not the resident. Um and you kind of put things together. Like there wasn't any kids on the lease, but there was lots of kids stuff in the back shed and basement and it was a single male. Oh no. And yeah, so you just, you put stuff together and it's just situations like that. Um, you know, sometimes mothers hiding in closets cause they've been evicted. They won't leave. So like the majority of your yeah. places like in low socioeconomic areas. Yeah. See, that's the thing. Um, when you start out in property management, you've got to start out in the lower socioeconomic areas, um, just because they're so hard to manage and yeah. it's kind of brutal. Um, and it is very emotional because, you know, sometimes you'll have absolutely lovely tenants and then sometimes you'll just have people that obviously are going through hard circumstances or just horrible people. And you're that first mode of contact before the police come in, before the court comes oh, in. Really? And you've kind of got to make that assessment and be frank and honest with them. Um, but sometimes yeah. you don't know how they're going to react because, you know, they may not be in the right frame of mind or... Yeah. Well, like, you know, they, they, they take it personally. Yeah. And so they will bombard your media. They will sometimes try and find out where you live because they think you're the reason you're out of the house. You're the reason their mm. life sucks. And I'm like, no, you drove your car into a 12-year-old's bedroom. You're the reason why you're out of the house. What do you mean? I'm accountable for my own mistakes? <laughs> That's crazy. Oh, no. One lady, she released rats. Um, she, no, so she had pet rats. Uh, I was thinking rat tests for some reason. Oh, no. Like she had, actual rats. Yeah, she had pet rats. And okay. she, they'd lie to us. They lie to us all the, the time. The rats lie to you. <laughs> the, 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 the rats tenants. are like, I haven't done anything. I'm just making some ratatouille. ratatouille. <laughs> you know what? Maybe it was the rats that lied to me. <laughs> They're actually mice? <laughs> <laughs> get us on the phone. Like, I don't know what you heard, but look. Okay, Wait, Mickey, uh, get around that corner. <laughs> My name is on the lease. All right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. And then we get there. And we're like oh, there's mice cages. And they're like, oh, the lights aren't working. Uh-oh. Turns out they'd been breeding rats and the rats had gotten out and bred in the ceiling and they'd oh. eaten up all the wiring. It cost $20,000 to redo the whole house. Okay. And then try proving that in court. They released a pet mouse, so it's their fault that the lights don't work. <laughs> I mean, surely you could reasonably you know, have someone inspect the thing and they can see like bite marks and stuff. Yeah, right? but rats, sorry, if it's in the ceiling... Um, and tenants have reasonably tried to maintain the conditions of the property. There isn't any evidence of neglect. It's very hard to prove that the rats were because they were breeding rats mm. that they never had on their lease, that they never it mentioned It could have just before. been rats just in the yeah. ceiling. Oh, exactly. that's horrible. But we know it was them because... They you know, were sus. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, they had that sus look at them. <laughs> 
because they found we they told us the like they told us in person and as soon as they realized the situation they would not oh they would not admit it any yeah they're just like yeah no we're, we're breeding rats and then you come downstairs like so rats have chewed through the ceiling you're like we have not bred a rat <laughs> we have bred z- mice mice that's all we've bred so um, do you just bring out the lie detectors then in that case no, because it's usually small claims court. So that's you what you have a gun to them when you say, "What happened here?" That's what you do. Yeah. You, you shine a bright light in their face. So did they, they got the, the compensation. To oh, like no, that that case is still going on, mate. It's oh. like, <laughs> can you discuss it on air? Yeah, no, as long as I don't mention any personal details, like yeah, like breeding rats. Yeah, no, nobody breeds rats. Yeah. <laughs> so many people breed mice. Yeah, you're right. It's yeah. just people. You don't realize how many insane people there are mm-hmm. in the world mm-hmm. until you, you meet people in like. Actually, I'm not gonna, you know, generalize, but Midland. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, no, I agree. Valid, I had valid. a few clients in Midland, and yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, I used to live in Guildford, and for some reason, we always used to have to go to Midland because it was mm. the cheapest place we could go to to buy stuff, and it was always an experience. Yeah, no. But hey, at least I got Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah, there's one in Allenbrook now. And Thornley. Oh, the Taco oh. Bell's brilliant. Yeah. They have 15 bucks and you get, what was it, two... Uh, the, the, the bus burrito or something. You get the chips, you get the, the drink, and you get a little taco. Yeah, and some chips. Yeah, it's and and the, with the Chipotle sauce, I think. Oh, yeah. That was good. I mean, that's you get that at Zambrero's. But it's Taco Bell. Yeah, <laughs> Taco I mean, Bell. oh, the it's other the day, brand. <laughs> the other day, like you know, how, like Mexican food makes you poop, right? Really? <laughs> it, it's a thing. You know, it's a thing. Like, yeah, I I, I ordered Zambreros with, within two minutes of hitting my guts. It <laughs> was like, like the slogan, like Zambreros, we make you poop. <laughs> <laughs> if your poopy ain't soupy, <laughs> this ain't the burrito for you. Speaking of that, we need to go to a break already. <laughs> yeah, because we started a bit late and everything went poopy it's soupy all right we'll be back in just a moment i'm really good at these segues we'll be back soon ipl radio is a community access radio station and has been inspiring passionate lives since july 2020 broadcasting across australia new zealand america canada and the uk We're very proud of our family of presenters who come from all walks of life, young and young at heart, with health or mental health issues or disabilities. But we need your help. For just $25 a fortnight, you can help to keep our lights on so we can continue to provide a platform for people to share their story. IPL Radio is a registered not-for-profit with DGR status. That means any donations to IPL Radio over $2 are tax-deductible dollar for dollar. Become part of the IPL Radio family. Donate now by visiting www.iplradio.org.au and clicking on the Donate Now button. Or email us at info at iplradio.org.au. Welcome back. <laughs> okay, we're back. <laughs> we are back. We are back. Thanks for staying around and not running away after yeah. we made yeah, several yeah. mistakes. <laughs> well, so Maria, you're a twin, right? Oh, yeah, What's yeah. What's it like being a twin to... Is it fraternal look, or identical? Um, I've never met your twin before, so there you go. Or have you? I, I didn't go on a trip 
took hands with them. So. No, he's better. He's better. <laughs> okay, um, okay. See, okay, I actually don't want to speak on everyone else's twin experience, okay. <laughs> but or the twin experience. I was about to say, <laughs> if if you're talking about twins, you gotta you gotta portmanteau that every single time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, my roommates are complicated. <laughs> 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 my I love that. I love that. But okay. it's it's a good okay. Honestly, I think the most frustrating thing is we're not identical, which okay. people think. Oh, that's great. But it does come with its own hardships. My grandmother, on her phone, my name is Maria, the twin. So, so your sister is your sister. No, my just sister just Al- Ave. Just give Alex the the, the, the rundown of why you were named Ave. <laughs> the other Ave Maria. Yeah, that's why. So she's the punchline. Wow. Yeah. wow. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Part of me loves that. Part of me is also like, you're really setting in stone. <laughs> A joke. You, you really, you really sold on that. So if like, you were born a few seconds earlier, you would be the Ave. Well, no. Here's the thing. We were actually triplets. Oh, okay. And then one, my sister gobbled up the other. Consumed. Like Dwight. Yeah, yeah. I have the strength of a full-size man and a baby. Exactly. And if you met her, you would know what I'm talking about when well, I say. How do you know it was specifically Ave? Because. Then she's trying to consume me, and then they had to induce labor, <laughs> and I was born dead. And this, what? and Ave was born alive, like, like Jabba the Hutt, like this massive <laughs> baby. That's how twins work, right? This is such like I'm like, oh, we're talking about property short, and then you're like, so I was dead. My sister belly full. I was out. <laughs> and they did baby CPR. It was no, they did. They did the baby CPR. And- that's why, you know, Jeez. you see photos of Ave. She was just, <laughs> she was in the first- A gigantic baby and then a blue baby. Just, no, just, just a little, like my mom said, I look like, you know, um, Benjamin Button? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> just this- Like that old baby. Yeah. <laughs> wow, yeah. this baby is 96 years old. <laughs> yeah, and, and honestly, it was just really annoying. And I had it all these- It was just annoying. Because I have all these health issues and okay. Ave's as healthy as a bull. And I'm just like, she, I she, think yeah. that's your- because she's got the strength of a full-grown woman and a baby. <laughs> was the other baby like a boy? I think it was a girl. Okay. Oh, nice. I mean, maybe it was a boy. That's why he has a bit of masculine well, energy. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but oh. yeah. And, and, and yeah, that's why yeah. she's in Europe. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, no, Europe accepts weird people like yeah, that a bit more. Yeah, that's true. But <laughs> no, see, that's the thing though about having a twin is okay. everyone assumes that, okay, so you are competing with each other in a way, mm. but- you know, everyone was like, oh, your sister went to Europe. You have some time to shine on your own. And I'm like... Oh, that's horrible. No, what I don't like is uh, when we were kids, even like as little as I can remember, anything that happened for her that was good was a good for me mm. and vice versa. There's never jealousy. There was never wanting the other one to fail. It was always, I like if she's happy, I'm happy. Your identity is tied to your twinhood not, and not, no, but no, not, not, not like yourself, right? <laughs> no, it? it's, we were separate people. We live our own lives, but you know, people would just be like, for example, my twin sister, when I was, okay, I, I went through an ugly stage in high school <laughs> and my sister was the prettiest girl in high school and everyone was like, are you jealous? And I'm like, no, I'm proud of her. And I think that's the biggest difference. People can't separate the idea of, you know, obviously fighting for your own individual mm. identities mm. while being happy for each other. Gotcha. gotcha. So, so you weren't yeah. the type to wear the same clothes when you were younger and stuff like oh, that? Oh, we were. Oh, you were. But like I had a gross wear way before her. So I was about a full head taller than her. Oh, okay. So no one believed that. They're just like, you're off your pills to my mom. And she was like, you're <laughs> 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 um, and, and like, you know, sharing a birthday, how's that like? I, it's actually weird. 
celebrating my birthday for the first time without my twin sister was super depressing just because I can't for me a birthday is my sister's birthday and vice versa so it's weird the idea of a day for you when it's really more like a day of celebrating each other, if that mm. makes sense. Well, yeah, because the real world. <laughs> no, yeah, no, no, yeah. that's right. Because we don't celebrate our birthdays. Other people celebrate our that, birthdays. That's actually yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's why, like you know, when people sing happy birthday, sometimes you can feel uncomfortable. So every time, every Michael, time all the time. Yeah, I never got that because I was oh, singing to my sister. Oh. Yeah, and then she was singing yeah. to you. And now it's just super awkward because I'm like, because now the attention's yeah. just all on you now. Well, also, she used to plan all the parties. It was awesome. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And you're like, okay, I've got a single streamer and one balloon. <laughs> exactly. I found it in a dumpster. And then you get, Ugh. you get, you guys will get obviously separate presents, or did you have to share a present? Oh my gosh! Like no, <laughs> people are so slack. Like I get the cop out. Like it's like this is for you guys to share. It's a lollipop, mate. Like you don't share this. So she gets the lolly and you get the stick. (laughs) (laughs) And it just becomes an excuse for like, and also we're near Christmas. So my parents, they trust me, they took advantage every year. They're just like, this kayak is for both of you, for you both your birthday and Christmas. No, no, no. Uh, Maria can row and you can sit on her lap. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it would suck having your birthday next to Christmas and you're a twin. That's like the double whammy. Yeah, because my birthday's in December. Oh, it's February, but my parents still made it work. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. no, Yeah, like it's classic, like, oh, one gift, one gift. And then like, oh, it's a big gift. It's not, it's a gift, but. Yeah. Yeah, no. Look, I understand it. But at the end of the day, you know, growing up, you have all these fights, but you actually just are very grateful because it's a different relationship and it's a very Mm. close relationship and it's something I don't really think you can understand unless you're a twin yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think, uh, so you obviously didn't compete, like, you know, Ave makes a new friend. Are you obligated to make that friend your friend as well? That's interesting. That's interesting. See, it really pissed me off if she got, sorry, I shouldn't have said that on air. Oh, Alex said worse. (laughs) Ives, yeah. Don't worry about it. We'll we'll probably probably get that. Don't worry. But like, having a birthday party so when we're kids as we're older i'm coming along anyway you invite her you invite me but when you're kids you know getting those birthday party invitations mm. i'm sorry you can't not invite the other twin it's just too rude mm. and then only one person ever did that and i was so angry i didn't want to go i wouldn't have gone <laughs> it's <laughs> the principle it's the principle exactly <laughs> you know like i'm i have the right to be there Oh, <laughs> and she has the left. Um, you walk in side by side. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, say, like, one year you have a massive argument and it's coming to your birthday. Like, do you have the right to say that I want a separate party? You no, know, Avi and I, like, our arguments are, like, they're just stop and start. Like, it'll be a real intense screaming match. And then five seconds later, we're chill. Like, we've never had... <laughs> is, it, is it that classic, like, I hate you? It's like, um, do you want to come out for dinner? Exactly. Like, we, 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 yeah. It's just like male friendships. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you, you can't yeah. stay angry at her, because, like... That's true. You just... Because she's your, your flesh and blood. Like... And somebody else's as well. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's like yourself. I think the reason why we fight so much is my sister has a little bit of social anxiety, and I think she spreads that to me. So if I'm doing something she wouldn't do... Mm. She finds that frustrating. Gotcha. And it's like you're mentally connected. Like I can, we would look at each other, and we can have a whole conversation just with our eyes. Mm. And so I think that's where you know you get angry quickly because of that, but also you look into her eyes and you instantly just feel bad, and then you make up. That's so, so cool. It's like, like personality-wise, like how do you guys differ? Like, because I like obviously like 
everyone knows knows a twin and like or twins and like in primary school there was one who was very very academically gifted and very sort of sheltered and then the other one was out driving bikes into people's houses and stuff like that it was like this really weird dichotomy between those two i think twins really represent how much nurture like nature versus nurture yeah. how much nurture affects it because growing up I had slight dyslexia and, um, you know, I was very quiet. So Ave, we were homeschooled. Ave was the academically gifted one, the social one. I was the quiet idiot. (laughs) Smile and wave. (laughs) But, you know, I was in my own world. And I think my personality, it always had to be if Ave liked this, I couldn't like that. So would you say you were more artistic than... Yeah, I was more artistic. But no, but only because as soon as I got complimented on anything artistic, my sister dropped it she likes cooking now oh it was like an unspoken rule we could not be doing the same thing because it would ruin everything gotcha but when we got to high school all of a sudden i did well on the test and all of a sudden it flipped i was the academic one she was the idiot like (laughs) (laughs) but that's true and i think it's just purely encouragement purely do you think that demotivated her yeah exactly 100 percent. and i think she's actually very intelligent no no yeah and she eventually got this title of the class idiot even though it'd be the hot idiot she's not and that's the thing i think a hundred percent we would gravitate towards the opposite interests and also just between how people treat us that's that's interesting and i i I literally if you look at my personality from when i was 10 till now yeah i am a hundred percent the opposite Mm -hmm. and it's a hundred percent because what i was seeing and how i think that that could change in the future yeah i think it could okay because it's it's not like a formative thing it's just like a life thing i think also separating from your twin you no longer have to be i started cooking my sister is a chef in europe oh gosh okay yeah and i never uh, one time when i was eight see all my interests i have a memory of are they disliking that or me liking that and that's sorry this is becoming a therapy session (laughs) that's michael that's what this is that's what this is i've got a notepad it's good though because it makes me hopeful because like sometimes i work with kids Mm. and my nephew he came to me he said i can't do my math and i said nope you've been told you're not good at math i sat down with him and i complimented him on every single thing he did and i made sure he understood it and i did it in a nice way next week compliments are yeah (laughs) 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 but at the end of this year math is his best subject that's awesome it was his worst at the beginning yeah you know schools do foster sort of a go or don't kind of situation where if you're good at it you're going to get accelerated if you're bad at it stop it i think they shouldn't be grades until a certain grade because i don't think grades help little kids i think Mm. i think it makes them have an idea that you're good at this and you're not good at that so just like a pass and a fail type basis well i i think it should be personal development is what goes in first because i know that especially my mum was very um that's my friend michael yeah Uh, it's quite loud is that mic still on it is not okay it's off no it's because um i've got a samsung um no so yeah my my mom was very sort of uh she 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 loved seeing the numbers of my results and that kind of had like a kind of a negative impact there and i think like especially in primary school it should all be about development and not how well you do because yeah i i once got a c grade in maths because my desk was dirty he's much he just said it's like hey if that desk was any if that desk was better you would have got to be in this course and i'm like because i was good at i was good at maths i would score in all of the things, I would be getting like hundreds, nineties in everything, right? But then for some reason I got a C and it's never explained why. And I'm like, that's, that's not good that's because not I good. had one perception of myself and then I received another. And I'm like, I don't like this. But see, that's what kids are about. And I think 
your, their childhood is about fostering interest. We were homeschooled. We didn't mm. have grades. Gotcha. Okay. And I mm. think that made all the difference because it was about learning and having interest in the world. And then you get to high school and I thought, why is everyone here so depressed? <laughs> yeah. And the other thing is you had, um, you know, the focus was the focus was was so mm. much more concentrated as well. Yeah. You've got one teacher amongst thirty two kids. You're not going to get the same amount That's of true. development out of that. Because when I was doing teaching, we had IEP students, so yeah. individualized, you know, a special like not like special needs students, students who like struggled in certain areas. And during the the lesson, we had to take them out to the side in a group and give it a different type of lesson to them while everyone the class worked on that yeah and that's kind of tricky sometimes because you have i think three weeks to teach multiplication and stuff like that and then you have to do an additional thing yeah even though like um even with reading levels i don't know if you've done re- reading groups and stuff uh not track. uh no because we wouldn't have done that in high school because I, I i was at a year two class and some kids were at pre-primary level of reading so you had to adjust for that and yeah yeah. Every kid's unique, and yeah. like you can't really solidify it at a year level, you know. Mm, mm. Yeah, everybody needs personalized development when it comes to education specifically. Um, like the idea of learning styles, it's kind of an outdated thing. Like you know how people learn in all, all these different types of categories when it's more aptitudes where people uh, can can gear to a certain. Like it's all like. What is it? There's a visual learning style, kinetic or whatever, that's kind of been thrown out the window, but it still applies in, the, in sort of the sure. broad sense where, um, you know, people do lean towards different things and it's not provided in schools. Yeah. Uh, or it'll be, it'll, be, it'll be like halfway provided, you know, where they're like, oh, this, you know, we're going to put some a PowerPoint up for the visual learners, which is what I did on Prac because that's, you know, it's the easiest way to get that across without a lot of sacrifices and transitions and stuff yeah like you know because you want to be a teacher right as well someday uh maybe maybe, maybe. Mm-hmm. things change alex oh, alex oh, yeah. was doing secondary teaching yeah oh, i was what doing subject uh english and science Ooh, interesting combo yeah. fighting for both sides there. that's right that's right <laughs> i like english it's where my it's it's i'm a creative person i like I creativity tell. thank you the long hair oh yeah that's <laughs> it yeah i was never creative until two years ago when I grew it out no, um, yeah and then also I, I, I do love science because I like learning and I like you know facts and stuff like that and the way different things work together and mm. understanding and but yeah no, I've I've kind of become <laughs> disenfranchised with teaching same like my uncle he's a special needs teacher and he taught himself music to help himself understand because he worked with kids on the street how they experienced learning to read for the first time gotcha and what he's found is, you know, while doing his PhD, he did a study and what he found was it's really dependent on the experience at school, people, kids' perception, not only to learning, but to life. Mm-hmm. For example, you know, in secondary school, the problem is it becomes very high pressure mm-hmm. and, you know, the teachers don't have much of a say, which I think he thinks takes away from that passion that you need mm. to make school. Yeah. The curriculum is yeah. giving to you every single year and you've got to reach certain points in that curriculum. Yeah, and the NAPLAN yeah. and tests like that, and they have to be by the state standards to yeah. compare your school against other schools. Yeah, which yeah. is weird. I always felt like NAPLAN was not easy, but it was a lot simple compared to what we were learning at that time. Okay. Like in NAPLAN, I would score in like the higher band, but then we got to my English assignments being like 60%. So, because you were homeschooled, did you have to do a NAPLAN equivalent? Oh my God, yes. yes <laughs> I had <it>. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so look, I'm not going to lie, homeschooling was a fun experience, but you're not having the state education. There is no point. Is My mom's like, you know what? 
I don't like this math book. We're getting an American math book. That's why I talk in liters and feet now. <laughs> oh, really? Can you yeah. actually do that? Like as a I, I only think in feet, liters okay. and inches. And so does Quentin okay, Tarantino. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. Feet jokes. <laughs> <laughs> did you not, did you not, no, not click? It took me a second. <laughs> I'm homeschooled. Did, did it take you a second or did it take you a yard? I don't know. I don't know what Americans do. <laughs> See, that's the thing. The, that, the, the moderator would come around once a year. She'd have a coffee, cup of coffee. She'd be sitting there. She'd be like, oh, yeah, this is nice. This is n- have you seen what's on TV lately? Like, they would not take it that seriously. As long mm. as they could tell you were doing something, mm. it was fine. And yeah. that's where you get some homeschoolers who have poor reading skills. Yeah. And then some homeschoolers like Connor Maynard, <laughs> who, must I say, is a young genius that, yeah. who entered university very early. Gotcha. Yeah, and he's. He, I think he entered when he was sixteen or fifteen. Oh, yeah, you know, he wants to be a maths professor, I think. And that that so, was from early childhood. We would be playing together, and he's like, "Do you want to look at this Pythagoras theorem?" Yeah, that's <laughs> I, I wanted him on the show, but he's like, "No, I can't talk." And yeah. I was like, "He'd be really cool to talk about piano and stuff," but yeah, no, highly intellectual. And see, my yeah. I had a classical education, which, and you know, it was with my mom. And so, obviously, going to school, there was a huge jump in levels, like learning mm. how to write an essay, yes, learning how to take a test. But I learned all those skills in a year and still graduated like pretty well in my class. Mm. When did you go into the schooling system? Year ten. Year ten. Okay. Yeah. Oh gosh. Was that the yeah. personal choice or like you just um, wanted to do it? So my mom's health wasn't that good, and also I think it just reached a point where she realized we'd benefit from having that socialization and in case we wanted to go to university mm. she didn't have the preparedness yeah because you were saying in, in your school i think you were the minority as you would say like <laughs> it, it, ra- racial minority okay, okay. <laughs> so if we're talking about oh, it's like, gonna be fun yeah <laughs> it was like a, like it was like a 95 99 okay so it was 95 percent filipino school and like 98 percent anything else other than white like white was the minority <laughs> like I was the only white kid in my biology class and in my year 12 group I think there was four white kids and it was interesting because you got immersed in their culture which I have no complaints about I found it enjoyable the issue was is there was inevitably racism <laughs> oh yeah. yeah which is like schwashtigas on your <laughs> yeah no she, oh, she was saying gosh. they literally put swastikas on your back or something yeah or like you know like in marker or they just put a paper both wow. both like it, it was a very much a fun joke or like if you what if poor, oh, this one white fun. boy oh, so it wasn't like bullying it was like in good kind of uh, good spirit I, I don't think nothing Nazi jokes are ever in good faith but like in, in, when you're in, in high school, school like still your brain hasn't developed and you know it could be both it could yeah. be both like you'd have kids who um, for example the f- I think the hardest thing was being a white chick at that school because everyone was into anime everyone was into a certain beauty standard mm. so you were seen as very unattractive really i thought it was sometimes it's mainly westernized some some animes they look at a lot of western culture but i was the biggest girl in my class like oh, okay so we had a rugby team my coach is like you don't even have to do any kind of development coach was just, too? no no he was just run through <laughs> okay. them and i did because all the girls they were so much shorter than me so it does i think naturally just create a sense of dysmorphia being around groups of people yeah. that look oh, different from yourself and I didn't get that when other people told me about that mm. when moving to Australia I thought oh yeah. you know that doesn't make sense to me so I value that experience because I have more of an understanding of what it's like immigrating to Australia in a way just because I understand what it's like being the odd one out plus yeah. that was your first experience with schooling as well so it's yeah. like you know you've been homeschooled till like year 10 and then suddenly you're going to a school that's your impression of what a school is you yeah know? exactly yeah, yeah. 
and I don't feel bad. And like the kids that were like extremely hurtful, I think they were just experiencing that once they've moved to Australia and now they're at a school where they're no longer the minority. Oh, so they're like letting it out and releasing yeah. it. It used to be a Polish immigrant school. Interesting. So whatever group is immigrating to Australia, that was a group. That was it an all girls school? No, it was a uh, mixed. Oh, mixed. Oh, so, so like it's like whatever yeah. immigrant wave is coming at that time. Exactly. It, 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 it occupies that school. Uh, actually, there's a there's a, there was a myth that it used to be all Polish because you know Cold War back in the two thousands, and then this one girl who's Filipino went to that school and graduated with a really good score. And the myth is, is that mom told every Filipino mom, and that's why it's a Filipino school Look, now. Oh. You say that, but like I wouldn't put that past it, because like you know when when you think about like I'm sorry, like like I haven't obviously I haven't been to the Philippines, but you hear like Philip like uh, like Filipino culture, it's almost like South American culture. They're very similar, right? Yeah, they're very. Tight. And you got like that very like community esque thing. I would not be surprised if it just. Spread like wildfire, yeah. like the gossip, the aunties and oh, uncles are all gossiping like, and stuff um, like that. Yeah, we used to be like part of this. Um, have you heard of like couples of Christ, or, like kids of Christ and stuff like that? It was like a really old, like, like like a community, like kind of like DOJ, mm. but yeah. like it was just mainly Filipino based, and like you know we were like the only Indian people there, and it, it yeah it, it shows how clicky and stuff like groups can be, and yeah. um, you know like sometimes you know the monocultural and all that. I mean, which is fine, but like you know. It's just it just shows you like, yeah. like being the, not the outsider but like you're welcomed and stuff but still yeah. you're not it's all the the cultural foods and the cultural oh the yeah. food the food was the food's great though food's great though. <laughs> yeah because because yeah I've never really felt like the outsider but it's always felt like it's not being geared for my experience if that makes sense like just like the school I went to is was was fairly diverse um, but obviously it is white very white and stuff like that but like and white trashy or white <laughs> <laughs> well Midland? let me tell you about a couple of people <laughs> no, um, no it was as in, as in most people who were there were, were white and stuff like that um, I think I'm trying to think I don't think we had a non-white teacher really Which that feels that feels wrong right was it a public school uh, independent so yeah yeah it's public but uh, yeah. yeah that's no wait I, I wouldn't know so don't look at me yeah I'm not I'm, I'm looking at your face so I, no anyway I mm, if there was a non-white teacher, there was one, and I did not have them. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm trying to think, but yeah, yeah. like I, I think Australia is pretty good for this kind of stuff. Is even though, you know, people are coming from all over the place, and you may not be- belong, it's still. I want to say accepting. I'm not sure that's the word. No, I, I think Australia, I think we underestimate how welcoming we are to any kind of person. Mm. I think the, the place where we miss people is they'll come with very strong ideals. And I'm like, mate, we don't we do not do that here. We'll, yeah. we'll say, oh, yeah. <laughs> like a typical Australian accent, like, mate, we don't do this here. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Get no, no. and get lost. <laughs> like, if you have a strong opinion, go do it in America. That's right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it's, it, it is like Australia is not good with change. I don't think. No. I mean, it's kind of ironic because we're such a diverse country, you know, with I don't know, more than like, you know, like you go to Eastern Europe, it's just like monocultural yeah. there yeah. and like compared it, to Australia. It, Australia is multicultural. I wouldn't say it's diverse because what I mean by that is it's not diverse of thought. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, I, it's, it's the ideas of assimilation are still very prevalent in Australia where it's like, if you come here, you have to be Australian. Kind uh, of trust situation. me, it'd be terrible if you, you know, you just go to India and like you're just so different than everyone there like mm. and it would be a weird experience like because like when when Lionel was on he said his friend from Slovakia came to Australia and he was yeah. like why is there so many like you know yeah. different races here you yeah, know because yeah. it's very 
Well, I think we were founded on a multicultural idea to some extent. Australia? Sure, yeah. I mean, like... Oh, wait. I, <sighs> the world? Wait, wait. <laughs> no, who's I, me? Who's when me? I'm saying 1901, like, federation. Oh, I so, see. So, like, see. not when we were, like, you know, the little labour camp. Like, like you the know... The labour party? No, labour camp. You know, just send all the Irish there, Same get thing? the work what? done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, That's yeah. What yeah. Get, if you're going to pick a group of people to send here... For ridiculous reasons, why the Irish? Because they weren't going to get because the English done. hated them. That's why. <laughs> I mean, they saw that's the pot. They saw the pot of gold in Australia that they had to sail towards it. You know? But I mean, I wouldn't say that even like back then. Like Australians had very rough relations with non-white people. Very rough well, across the, history. The, the stolen generation. <sighs> oh, I mean, not not even just that. When you talk about like the the gold rush, mm. it brought a lot of um, uh, Chinese uh, influence into Australia, and that had. Lots of issues, lots of issues because of that. You had the stolen generation and then the white Australia policy as well, where people coming from, like they hated Italians at one point. And like, you, you know how like now we, like look at Pauline Hanson as like a metric, right? We went from, oh, we hate Asians, now we hate Muslims. Uh, that stuff was happening back then, right? Went from, oh, we hate Italians to, oh, we hate the Polish to, oh, we hate- We just hate something. We hate anything that, anybody who isn't white so much that we're gonna put it into law that, well, I, I think with the Irish, it was a bit of a difference just because, you know, even my great grandfather, I don't think, I think the Irish having experienced that hate didn't perpetuate it. Yeah. Because I think my family roots, when I look at them, I never saw, even with my grandmother who's like 90, I've never seen racism on her part, which you would expect because I think if you've been a group subjugated to hardship, you're very like, you're less likely to do that to others. Yeah. I think, and I think that's why even my mom now she says, "Oh, they're descended from the English half of the colonists," mm. is what she'll do when she thinks someone's snobby. Gotcha, <laughs> gotcha. No, no, no. That is very true. The more, the more sort of um, social pressures are placed on you, the less likely you are to to put that out. And I think, like, I have a theory in my head. If I was white, I don't think I'd be the same person I am now. I think I'd be more reluctant to some of the ideas that I've found myself with more reluctant really yeah which, which ideas well I didn't know it's just like general like hey don't like be nice to people and don't like you know just more open-mindedness when it comes to different types of people who exist also you'd be more reluctant to like associate with uh, certain groups oh yeah i think because when when i was like in high school and sort of like really forming this kind yeah. of new idea that part of me was hesitant and then you know some somebody explained something and I'm like, oh gosh, that's exactly what I've been through. You know, I'm like, oh, I can relate to that. Oh gosh, no, I can see where yeah. all these issues lie. And then sort of it kind of, it's like a, a, a branched from there and everything grew from that point where I'm like, like now I think I'm pretty good with that kind of stuff. Mm. I'm pretty um, open-minded. I don't say that I'm a good person, but I think I have good values when it comes to that kind of thing. Um, but I, I know that if, if this was a different situation, if I was fully English, then you I'm, wouldn't have that relatable link, and then you I mean, just turn. Yeah, out a and like person, yeah. if I got there, it would would have been years after, if 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 at all. Um, yeah, I, th I think experiencing what I experienced just allowed me to connect to other people who've experienced things. Essentially, yeah. I I, th I do think I get what you're saying. Like once you've gone through something you're less likely to perpetuate that negativity and you're more likely mm -hmm. to have an understanding of others going through the similar mm -hmm. circumstance. Even if you don't understand them, you understand how it's being perpetrated. That's th That was my big thing, I think. Well, see, one thing, an interesting experience for Ave was, I think when people move here, there's always a frustration if they don't speak the language. Mm -hmm. And I think Ave's had to learn what it's like on the other end. Because Ave, Ave's, to be honest, 
she's always been the most open person you've ever met. I've never seen her be mean to anyone. But moving to Germany and having to learn the language in it, the, the smaller towns don't speak English. Yeah. And having to be that person not knowing the language, I do think that's given her more of an empathy to other people that she might have not understood as much mm. before. Mm. Because it's hard if you don't speak the language, but you've got to work your job. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like that's why people like you know make fun of people like oh speak English. <laughs> yeah, you do realize that's English is going to be their second language, and they yeah. know another language entirely. Yeah. Well, see, yeah. my dad he experienced so so he's half French, okay. and he experienced so much racism when he was young because he only spoke French when he up to about seven, mm. and then eventually my mo- my grandmother sent him to a boarding school, and the experience of having to learn English in that environment caused him to completely forget his whole native language he's never spoken french again and so up to what age about like 13 or so used to speak french so up to seven fluently and then seven to ten it was that transitionary period and then it was so negatively looked upon for him to be speaking another language in class Mm. he's never he he does he says he doesn't know french today but he'll speak it in his sleep that yeah no that happened to my mom um so when like she spent a lot of time in bangladesh um, especially when she was growing up, right? Um, but now, if you ask her like things, like she like keywords, she knows, but she won't be able to like speak to her mom mm. um, because she just didn't have a place for the language when she was in England, um, and especially on the schoolyard, like because she came over, like uh, sorry, my my nana, so her mom would take her away from schooling for ages. Like they spent like a year in Bangladesh uh, or more. And then when they came back, there was just like a massive educational gap. So her and her brother would like communicate a lot in Bengali. And, but obviously that came with like issues. Um, and then over time, I think her not wanting to like involve herself with like that culture because it damaged her schooling. It damaged her life from a very young age. She just disconnected from it. And now she did, doesn't know anything. Shame. She knows like a couple of words, like uh, not a couple, like she knows key phrases, but she doesn't, she's lost connection to it massively. And I think part of that is like purposeful. I think part of that was her just say, shutting that away. Yeah. No, it definitely was. It definitely was. It was almost like a protest. Yeah. I think. Oh, okay. But like, um, so my mom's, my mom's got like a, a Bengali name, um, but obviously people can't pronounce that spell it or whatever. And so, uh, uh, her brother, so my uncle, would call her Rafna, which basically just means sister, right? And then people went, "Oh, that's her name," and now she just goes by Raf wherever she goes because that's that's so much easier for Is everybody else. No, it, it's true. My my dad's name Ossie. Oh yeah, and everyone calls him Ozzy. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. That that makes so, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. But the spelling's A U S S I. But he just he just puts up with it when people go O Z Z I. It's just oh. less effort to just explain and stuff. Just just get do, on. Do yeah. you have that? Like you just you reach a point where you're like, you know what? Say how you want. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what I get with my last name. Like, because my last name's Bengali and it's like double-barreled, and so oh, yeah. and so I'm just like like oh um how do I spell? It? Just just give it here. I can't. And it's like I will like back in school. It's like uh Alex Tur, and I'm 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 already up and I'm gone. Like because I've called my name. I, I don't need to hear the rest of it. I know I know it's me. I think your guys' story just reminded me. It may not be as you know like major changing as like changing a language, but like when I was in primary school all the way to year eight, I used to handwrite, and um when I got into high school, you know a lot of feedbacks like oh why why are you handwriting? Why is it all messy? And like I don't know like. I got praised for my handwriting when I was like when I was younger. Yeah. But then you know when I got to high school, feedback. Oh, we can't read this. We can't do this. And I don't think I've ever handwritten since. Really? Like, oh, I wow. just, like cursive, yeah. kind of. Like, cause I used to write my R's like. like yeah, that. yeah. But now I just, mm. I don't know. Like, 
I just I don't know if I can handwrite anymore. It's, it's, like, it's a, I, I can, <laughs> but like I like consciously like want to do it, but like yeah. it's just the feedback and external things oh, just yeah. condition you to not do it. Yeah. I kinda wanna dive into this topic more, but it's so depressing. <laughs> it's fun. It's just it's like like what like what kind of things have we lost connection with because of what other people have said? Well, I think that's why like in Australia it's we're we're literally a mi- mixing pot. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, we, we actually take all our cues from America now. Yes. And so I think, you know, we're never really going to develop too much of our own culture. It's just I think we have our own small practices at home. Yeah. And they're very generalized mm-hmm. practices in public. And I think that's part of the reason why we don't have too many, like Australia doesn't have too many events that's its own. Australia Day. You know, like, <laughs> no, like no. Yeah, no one likes Australia Day. No, no one likes Change it. the date. Oh, what do you think about the changing the date for Australia Day? Uh, okay, I disagree very much with oh, this. Oh, really? Okay. Um, just because the specific date they're talking about, it, if you look at the historical context, the specific person and people involved, and the specific history, I think you can make your own mind up. But for me, I don't think that applies. I think that the truth is, is we've moved to this land same way Americans did, you know, move to America. Mm. It is what it is now, and I think maybe make a new day for other people's but I, I think whatever day you move it to there's going to be issues that's true and that's I think true. instead of trying to divide the community just say look we're all Australians whether how we came here and just try and involve um, the indigenous community more because uh, you know mm. the, the indigenous people I know in my family they enjoy Australia Day you know we just don't bring up how we got there you have indigenous people in your family yes. Um, so yeah so my grandfather had um my, well he's like my uncle he passed away recently but he was adopted into the family in a way just because at that time um, unfortunately the parents they see the cops were unfair in the town and they were taken away and so my dad's parents stepped up and had him live with them and kind of grow with them and he became like a brother to them and so that's why with my dad you know he can be very br- gruff but he very much sees the Aboriginal community like family because that's what he grew up around and that's that's kind of like his family. So, yeah, no, like, interesting because you, you know, you know people from the Aboriginal community and you still, you know, like, we'll keep the date and... Well, I, look... I, I mean, it's, it's quite unique. Also, I'm Australian and I think with my dad, he adopted Australia as his country. It's France isn't their home anymore. They don't want to lose that i think it's become a sense of pride for them so i think once something's already been given to the community to take it away i think causes I say, yeah. issues mm. so supposedly like i i think that we should change the date. <laughs> 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 i've been sitting here and it's like no 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 um i mean I, everything that you said is valid like i'm not yeah, i'm not yeah. gonna like no, say 100%. that it's, it's wrong or incorrect so personally when when i look at the date first of all we haven't had it for long it's not a big issue like 95 I think was when it was put in really, put in place yeah recent. so yeah it's not like it, we, we've had it since the dawn of time or anything like that and I think I think the other issue is the way Australian Day Australia, Australia Day is celebrated it feels it, it, it feels very white if that makes sense if like when when you think about no when we when you think about oh who are you going to see celebrating Australia Day there's a picture that comes into my head of a certain t- type of person and how they celebrate it and I think that asking indigenous people to involve themselves in a tradition that they didn't create about a country that they didn't ask to be a part of but are forced to be part of if that makes sense i think i think it's kind of like a step it's kind of <laughs> like the way i see it, it's like you know they're here we came in and said 
oh, it's good now. We made it good. And then asking that, making them involve themselves in a system that they're not a part of and they're being adapted into this culture, whether they like it or not. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, I think <sighs> changing the date, I think it's a, it's a very easy thing to do, but I don't think it's a, it's a solution to anything. So what date would you change it to? 4th uh, of July? December 25th. <laughs> no, 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 I wouldn't, I wouldn't. I would have it like, um, you know, like Easter works. I think I'd have it like that. Uh, oh, be like, just like a, not a set yeah, date. Okay. Yeah, it'd be like a set time of year. So if we had it sort of closer. Oh, so like how Easter Sunday is always on a Sunday, but not the same correct. date Sunday. I think I'd have it built, built like that. That way the day it happens isn't important. The time you spend with the people is important. See, I'm a very strong believer in democracy. So I, I understand where you're coming from. So I think the best solution would be to have a vote. Just, you know, just send a ballot to all the Australians. You're like, do you want to move the day? And if you, I'd think, you know, 60% agree, then I think it should be moved. That that, that would be my yeah, We'll send that vote to our Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the, one thing, the one thing you've got to consider <laughs> is the, then it, it plays into sort of uh, the population who are affected by it and the population mm. that aren't. It's, it's if you've got if you've got a large population that aren't affected by it and therefore don't care, then obviously they're, they're, they're going to vote to keep the date, right? But the population that are affected by it and have been affected by it for so long, they're a much smaller population. Their voice isn't as loud. Look, with the Aboriginal community, I I'm not a socialist like social expert, and I I do see the point you're making. Mm. Just for me, I think my approach has always been not to single them out just because the one look uh, just from my experience yeah, with the yeah, community yeah. i feel like they feel inf like they've been infantilized no no, no i i understand yeah yeah i agree yeah so, so like singled I, out and like like like, oh, like yeah, let, let, we we're not gonna vote we're gonna let you vote like i th i see the point you're making i agree with it to an extent and i probably wouldn't push my opinion strongly either way because i mm. i'm I'm 21 years old. I don't know anything, <laughs> but I, I just think there it's, it's a it's a sensitive topic because you know if you're singling out them, that kind of causes an issue in another way as well. Like yeah, no, which yeah. is which is why because we've got current changes to Parliament yeah. that are trying to be put into place. We've got the the Uluru was yeah. it Uluru statement or Uluru voice or something where we're actually giving Indigenous people a voice in Parliament. And I think that's going to make some big steps in regards to exactly what we're talking about now. So having them involved in the conversation because right now they're not yeah and you know we're making decisions on their behalf without their involvement you know and like having having sort of position where written into law to get them involved because they're not i don't think they're part of the constitution which feels very wrong right like yeah it feels like the they should be involved yeah, and protected right. I I, under that's the constitution. That's what we learned in our indigenous studies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, I, well, I think I think this. I, I don't want to go on about this discussion too long yeah. because one. We could be here all day talking about this. No, that we don't have the answers. We're young people in a room with headphones. No, but I, th I think it's important to bring up because I feel oh, like definitely. also it also becomes such a topic just online and just for the government. Yeah. And I think it's important to involve the local community and get them to talk about it mm. because, you know, I, I just think the Aboriginal community doesn't get they don't get told about it a lot. They don't get involved a lot. So I mm -hmm. think you're right. I would like to see more representation in Parliament. Yeah. And and they're gonna get well. Hopefully. Yeah. For my well, for me, hopefully that they get like the actual written into Stone, lore and yeah. stuff like that. But yeah, you no, know, we're going to leave you with those thoughts for a bit because we're going to go away and we're going to play some music. We're going to come back <laughs> and we're going to have fresh thoughts with fresh ideas and fresh Happy topics. Ideas. Yeah, <laughs> actually, let's stop being so depressing. <laughs> this is this is fun. All right, we'll be back. Do you have a story to share but don't think anyone would listen? 
Here at IPL Radio, we care about your story. IPL Radio is a community access radio station and has been inspiring passionate lives since July 2020, broadcasting across Australia, New Zealand, America, Canada and the UK. We're very proud of our family of presenters who come from a diverse background, including young and young at heart, with health or mental health issues or disabilities. Whether it's spreading awareness of rare conditions, supporting your event, or helping to promote your music or your business, there's a place for you in our family. We especially welcome First Nations people, people from culturally and linguistically diverse backgrounds, people living with a disability, and LGBTQ plus communities. Come and join us at IPL Radio. Email us at info at iplradio.org.au for more information. That was a wonderful discussion we had off air, and nobody will ever hear that ever again. <laughs> but we discovered that, you, that you, you know things. Don't worry, Alex, our phones heard that yeah. discussion. Yeah. No, I, I do know you things. You know a lot of things. I know a lot of things. things. Are cool. Especially like history stuff. I, I suck at history. Like, I, I like oh. the concepts of history and stuff like that like i'm Alex, like oh put yeah that, put Hen- that magnifying glass away sorry um <laughs> no like 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 I, I like history but like i don't like i hate learning about it horrible and I hate histories it. literally no when you're talking about all the things i was going william william henry stephen henry richard john and i and not get through my henry john i was like william yeah. mary and I, I was going through it like because you, you you mentioned like a queen i'm like oh i don't know about that one and i had to start Wait, there's a song so in Horrible Histories, yeah, they, yeah. they did a song about all the kings and queens that reigned uh-huh. since William the Conqueror. And yeah, it goes on. It gets Do you up mind t- to recite this song on air? I, there are bits of it that I don't... I haven't, I haven't seen Horrible Histories in about... Uh-huh. S- in years, uh-huh. right? Um, Should you do it in the Mort accent? <laughs> no, <laughs> stop bringing Mort onto the show every time. No, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sing it, but because no, no. it, it's like say it, yeah. it's a hundred thousand. No, it's uh, sorry, a thousand years of, of <laughs> okay. kings and queens. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, and it ends with they make a big deal and it ends with Queen Liz, and I'm like, oh boy, you should update the song. <laughs> Need to <laughs> patch Charles. the notes here. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, no, like I'm I like I like prehistory. Love that. Love that stuff. Oh I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love love ancient stuff and and. Biology from back yeah, then. Yeah, so the same. I, I I really enjoy. I don't know if you get this, but like you know when they kind of be, bring up the old bodies, like two thousand years old. They're like, this yeah. guy died eating a carrot. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, like like uh, like like um like even like with Pompeii stuff. How because it's so detailed oh, yeah, for that it, stuff. It and like oh yeah, so these these guys died and they were doing this before they died. And I'm like oh gosh. And then because you forget that they're people. You look at them as corpses, as mummies, as bodies, and, and stuff like that. Historical monuments, and then then it's like, oh yeah, this guy had like a wooden eye from back in in like uh, I think it's like in Egypt, like a guy like had like a fully made prosthetic eye that he had in his head, and I'm like, gee, what? Yeah. What are they doing? It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> look at these guys. It's fun. <laughs> yeah, and I, I think that is. I think that's what media does a little bit. I think it dis- I think it brings you closer to history. Yeah, mm. but dissociates you from the reality a little bit. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Like, especially with that Dharma series. Like, yeah. how they're like, oh, everyone's just idolizing him. And, uh, you know, that was real life. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, yeah. Like, like if you think about, like, history, right? Like, obviously, like I forget that they're people with feelings and thoughts. And sometimes I really have to put that into perspective, right? Because, um, you, you know, like, you know, like, flash historians will say, oh, well, back in the Roman times, they loved doing this, which means that that means that happened over here. And I'm like did it because people are so complex and diverse just because we know a little bit about how Romans acted 
there doesn't mean that that's, that could be reflected over there. And I think a lot of information that we get about history can be attributed to us making these giant leaps in logic. And we just assume that because it, there's a painting over here about this kind of stuff that it's, it, it all it all matches this stuff over here. Well, see, my theory is everyone loves history because if you do anything, it's You history. are history. If you do mathematics, history, I feel like means a lot of stuff, but it also means record, like recording something. Yeah. It means passing it on to other generations. It means any topic that has historical, like historical buildup. So if mm. you like mathematics, science, anything you like, you have to like history because you're looking at the past and to to make yeah. decisions about the future, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, no, that's, no, that, that, that's pretty valid. I think I think I just don't like medieval history. <laughs> I don't like British he history. Like the Dark Ages. I had no one knows what the Dark Ages was, Michael. They just went, oh, we're eating poop again. Did, did you hear that theory about the Dark Ages? No. That there was a mess up you, in the calendar. Oh, yeah, I thought you were just like- Oh, like, the good, the, you're talking about where the calendar's yeah, yeah, adjusted? Yeah. 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 <laughs> it didn't That's happen. so wild. We're actually in the 1700s. Yeah. It doesn't change anything. It doesn't yeah, like, no. it's, it's not like we're seven, it's not like we're 300 years ago. No, where everything that's happened has happened. We yeah. just got the times wrong. Exactly. <laughs> we just went, oh gosh, we missed our flight. Like that's all that's happened, you know? Uh, if that yeah. is true, yeah. Yeah, but this would be cool. Yeah. Well, I don't believe it, but it would be cool. Yeah. Like, and, I, and I, sometimes, like, I love learning about history, but then sometimes you get really, I don't want to say depressed, but you just feel the wind leave your sails. Like, when you think too much about the, the Library of Alexandria, you just lose hope. Right, this is a massive uh, place full of so much information, so much knowledge, and it just burnt to the ground. We lost it forever, and then, you know, like who knows where we'd be at if that knowledge was retained and we could build on it, right? I used to be like that, but then you got to realize at that time in history there were people who enjoyed it. It was something to be celebrated. And now we've got jets, you know. <laughs> jets fitness. We have, yeah. our, no, I mean, we have our own things. To we could have space, like actual spaceships. Who knows? Yeah, okay. I, I think you know. Sometimes it's okay that we don't get to participate. It's just interesting to know that we were able to achieve that then, and so True. we will be able to achieve something similar now. Yeah, because like when, when, how I view history in my head. Obviously, this is a very western view of history Ooh, because okay. we're looking yeah. at we're looking at just sort of the the european yeah um asia continent really it's like you know we had all these like really grand civilizations that achieved massive things yeah and then it just went away and then we just restarted again if that makes sense that's what it, that's what it feels like in my head i think that that is what has to happen i just think if you look at the incas yeah you, know, you look at the romans i think there's a period or another really interesting book if people want to read something really interesting is called um fingerprints of the gods or magicians of the gods basically okay. an author who specializes in the idea that there was a Whoa. prehistoric very very highly complex very intelligent um, civilization that yeah. faded out and so you know that was maybe you know 50 100,000 years ago before the ice age gotcha and that they this that was so long ago they've gone we have no reminiscence of them and everything got back so simple it took us thousands of years get to get back to the point we are at now gotcha okay. which which i think is a very interesting idea it, it would be because it changes everything that we know you know like yeah. we, we can attribute the start point of civilization to a one place in like the middle east well yeah but for example, with the pyramids, they said, oh, they're this many years old. But some geologists and historians say, well, actually, 
we think that their they pyramids... They push glasses up. Yes. Well, actually. <laughs> exactly. Well, well, actually. Well, actually, um, I taste the rock. <laughs> and I carbonated it with my tongue. Actually, okay, Carlton. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Carl. No, 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 the fact that that's such an accurate depiction like, is so true. depressing. <laughs> no, it's, it's that the... Let me examine my sedimentary sample, please. Joanne, <laughs> <laughs> tell Wikipedia about this. They that's the no. Let me just check my Joe Rogan podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till Joe hears about this one. <laughs> no, I, look, the thing is, is like, you look at how complex the pyramids are. We don't, a lot of the things in Egypt, we actually don't have an understanding of mm. how they built it with their technology. Mm. Some people say that we date a lot of stuff by the inscriptions on them, which is, you know, the writings at that the time. Hieroglyphics. The hieroglyphics, yeah. yeah. But some say, if you look at how the hieroglyphics, Glyphics have been placed on these objects they don't match the ability put into the actual sculptures themselves so it's just the the craftsmanship doesn't match up oh. and so they're saying the Egyptians conquered or found these monuments and adopted it as their own and placed their own you know higher, you know whatever on it so it was already built that's what some people say because if you look at like you know some sphinx or you know anything like that it's so detailed. It's so under, intricate. Yeah, yeah. You can put some in the pyramids. There's places where you can slip a credit card through, the, like the crack, and it's just perfectly aligned. And then That's you look why at it was this, dropped by aliens. But then you look at the uh, the hieroglyphics, and it's just it's it's a bit sloppy. And so they say they adopted this. Oh, well, so I mean, okay. Yeah. So the way the way I would, if we're doing like a thought experiment here, yeah. the way I would counter that yeah. is you've got two different scales of things happening right the pyramids are such a large scale operation obviously what we see now is not what they looked like back then yeah they were smooth yeah right and they've been eroded over time the other thing to think about is the way we think about egyptians is not the way they actually were yeah they were much smarter and better than we think that they were yeah no absolutely um i think a lot of that comes to i don't want to say like racism but like preconceived notions of Africa as a nation and we know oh Egypt's in Africa and then we just look at like what Africa looks like and we, we immediately just sort of like devalue that kind of yeah what, what they could have done so uh, they had like maths they had like everything like even though we didn't develop maths in the way that we understand it now they had it back then kind of situation and then we don't know who was making those hieroglyphics compared to who was making those pyramids you could have had um, massive teams of people making pyramids obviously like thinkers right and then they've gone hey jeff um do you want to go write that down just over there we need to keep track of this as we go along and jeff little bung arm he's just writing and he's just like you know making little <laughs> mistakes here here and there but like you know we don't know how they went about going this versus that so it's hard to make that as a direct comparison because there's so many different variables between those two things you yeah, know no I, I definitely think that's what makes it like a theory and at, a at, game the, sa theory. at the same time i think I enjoy participating in a lot of those oh, theories, yeah, yeah. but the actuality is always questionable. And, and I think, you know, right now we're making a lot of discoveries about how, you know, the pyramids or a lot of architecture in Egypt was formed. Mm. And we're learning a lot about the culture. Like, you know, they uncovered a tomb rather recently, I think in the last five years that showed mm. that was, it was a tomb of a master tomb builder. 
and that was a highly regarded position in it's society. It's like a double whammy, like a tomb yeah. off a tomb builder. Yeah, so yeah. Did he, he, he built his tomb. <laughs> That's depressing. <laughs> he, he, he digged his own, <laughs> he digged his <laughs> own dug, grave. Dug his own grave. <laughs> dug his own grave. Well, so I don't know how to English. Because well, like they had the, pyram- the, 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 you know, the big guys had the big, the big pyramids. Guys. The big honchos, yeah. <laughs> yeah the yeah, pharaohs. Yeah. But what most people don't know is there would be little um, tomb building communities. <laughs> You make it sound like a little like Reddit, th- like a guild. Yo, or guys, hop on the Discord. We gotta build something. It's like a little no, Minecraft it'd be Discord. Like that because they'd say they'd actually because think about it in the same way that we have celebrities now building mansions and monuments and wanting to leave a legacy. Little people want to do it too. Your mic's on. Oh yeah. Channel, yeah, and you'd have people saying um, they'd try and build little tombs just because they, it, it participated to their afterlife. <laughs> a little tomb as a treat. No, but it, it, it was them preparing for their afterlife. So for example, there was something, the Book of the Dead. I have yes. a transcription of it. I can give you the book. It's really interesting. But it's oh. basically a scroll that they would have, which is a list of spells to help them navigate oh, the afterlife. Gotcha, gotcha. So if you're thinking your mortal, your immortal Isn't souls Anubis on the line, that got us to dead? Okay, I think Moonlight really messed up people's perception. It's, it's not God oh, of yeah. the Dead. There, there's many different facets of death. Did you watch yeah. Moonlight? Yeah, look, it's really inaccurate, but it's really okay. enjoyable. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. It, it is. but yeah. it, it, And so they wanted to build their own afterlife. And mm. so, you know, the tomb builders, the people who were in charge of designing the tombs, that was a high position. And, you know, oh. they would have people that you would say, okay, look, uh, someone who writes hieroglyphs can be like, I can write you a a scroll of the dead in exchange for this and they'd, they'd give exchanges oh, so like a favor like a barter system yeah and to build their own tombs and not everyone could have a tomb mm. but if you had medium middle class people they would be bartering yeah the height the skill to negotiate yeah. and yeah, yeah. and then, and cool. that's why we found his tomb and so he was a higher position hadn't been touched in three four thousand years and we found you know things perfectly preserved we had they had onions they Yum. had a wig he had his wife in there with him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Onions, wig, wife. Wife, done. <laughs> <laughs> Property? <laughs> you know what's the funny it's thing is? When archaeologists are like, she would have been very pretty. I'm like, how do you know it's a dead skeleton? Like, they're just yeah. like... Well, the skele- skeletal structure of the... Yeah, but that doesn't yeah. mean anything. Symmetrical. <laughs> that doesn't... You know, people look different. Um... Interesting. Yeah. Have you played Assassin's Creed Origins? Oh <laughs> okay, look, I don't I don't do video games. Okay, that you can explore a tomb and it's actually pretty accurate. There's a lot of traps and stuff. I don't know. I think in real life there would have been a lot of traps. Yeah, in yeah, the, yeah. In the yeah. Thing. In curses, you know, be careful. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, like the the idea of like not even Asian civilization, but non-Western civilization and how Asian it's going. civilization. I mean, no, no, because like China's like one of the largest mm. continuous running empires, right? Like when you think about like it's just dynasties. I mean, China has one up on us. Like, you look at how complex their societies yeah. were. You go, dang. And it's been like a direct growth. It's not like, yeah. like, like you know, in England, you're like, oh wow, oh oh no, oh no, we, we've gotten everything, we've gotten everything, <laughs> and then they came back in like, um, like yeah, whenever what, the ten hundreds or whatever. And they're coming back down now. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but like China's been popping off. Like they know, like that they've been like when you look at like what they were doing back at certain points to compare it to the rest of the world miles ahead but you know like um you know looking like you know south american cultures like like machu picchu yeah how they found that like one guy just happened to stumble into the forest and he went oh there's things here and then they they basically cut away the entire forest and they found like still surviving uh buildings and a city a city's in a forest that still survived where was the aztec remains found so that was that's unrelated to yeah so you got the mines the aztecs and the incas as the three sort of thingos there i've forgotten which ones are where i think incas are like more down south right 
Yeah. Is that like South America? You call them the Mayas. Mayas. <laughs> Sorry? The Mayans? The Mayans. Mayans, Aztec, uh, Mayans, Incas, Aztecs. Oh, the, the abbreviation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, the Mitten. Okay, I like that. But yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah, they, they had this entire, entire city that was very like, not, I won't say ahead of its time, but it, like if we saw it today, we'd be like, wow, it's like self-sufficient, blah, blah, blah. And then nobody knows where they went. We're, I think they're assuming like smallpox just decimated them oh yeah absolutely <laughs> like like as in because it wasn't even like the like there isn't like, like any any signs of them moving away or being killed by other people it's like they just disappeared and plus yeah. but like uh, all that stuff i found very very interesting no I, th- I, th- I think ancient cultures are i think also we don't realize for example with wine you think of europe you think of like italy mm. but like it's actually the kind of like what's now occupied like Muslim dominated countries like Afghanistan mm-hmm. you know etc Constant, Constantine or whatever Constantinople Constantinople I always get it mixed up with the ancient Roman name I was like Constantine name. yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. that's the emperor right yeah and then yeah. you got Constantine the DC magician <laughs> <laughs> he's in uh, well she's in uh, Sandman yeah okay. yeah but they produced wine and obviously we don't associate them with wine yeah. now but they probably were the earliest to develop that we know of mm. to develop wine I mean, yeah. Um, I think, and again, I, I, again, I think that comes to how we view history is often through a, a European lens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and guy. by the victors. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it, it definitely is. Like you know, people love saying that Isaac Newton discovered gravity. Kind of did. I mean, like he brought it to the to the Western world, sure. Because he named it, like yeah, yeah, he named it, but it was it was known as a concept, and because like uh, I think it was he Arab- just wrote it down. Yeah, was, exactly. Well, no, 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 no. It was already written down. He he went to Arabic scholars oh, just like and got the information. Elon Musk did. Exactly <laughs> because like like the Arab like from 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 what I know, like Arabian nights, Arabian nights. <laughs> yeah, no, um, like like uh, like Arabian like scholars like they've been on on it since day one, right? Like uh, the yeah, world. Give my man Beljit some credit. <laughs> He's Indian, man. <laughs> Uh, you know, like uh, the curvature of the Earth, um, oh, yeah, yeah. where oh, they had like yeah. the like two pillars and they measured the shadows and figured out that the world was round way back when. Um, maths, Arabians, they did that, and like they like they were like leading in that kind of stuff. Isaac Newton, he's like, oh, I like what you're doing there, and he kind of took it and went, oh, and then presented it to everything else as his own idea. Well, I th- obviously, he did have. He's not like. He didn't go copy it word for word. He developed ideas. He developed it and yeah. solidified it. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, sure. <laughs> sure. Why not? Yeah, okay, let's go, we'll go with that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But like, um, I, I like he brought it to the and then everyone's like, oh, mate, this Isaac guy, he's great. He's he's doing drugs in an attic. <laughs> really, actually. <laughs> yeah, it's Look like at that hair. He was, he was like this recluse in society. He was all he was a weird guy apparently. I mean, I wasn't there, so I don't know. I think most scientists or most people that we celebrate now would have been like the weirdos of this. Oh, so little, like, little kooky guys. What was that guy? The guy who wrote The Great Gatsby? Like, they were like, that's a terrible book. Like, no one's going to read Scott it. Scott F. Gerald? Yeah, yeah. He got disowned for his book, I think, as well. And mm. even Charles Darwin, right? Well, he, everything he was doing was going against popular theory at that time. It like was very. Kanye West. <laughs> right, but see, the thing with evolution is I, I believe in. I, I don't really have an opinion. I don't okay. really okay. have an opinion. But what annoys me is I don't believe I bl- I don't believe in a change of kinds. So I believe you in, don't believe what, sorry? in a change, change of, of kinds. So I believe kind. in 
evolution in that you know you can have some theastic evolution you can have someone say have a wolf develops into dogs but mm-hmm. all animals on earth i'm not talking about insects but all animals can come down to 32 groups so there's like marsupials there's mm-hmm. you know um canines 32 groups i don't i think those 32 groups i don't think they came from one being i don't think they ever oh, one common ancestor. yeah i don't think i don't believe that because the thing is i feel like there would have to be more fossil records or evidence of that and even charles darwin himself stated that if w- they didn't find that over the next hundred years as we started developing archaeology in that field, then he would think that his theory is wrong. Okay. So, so. counter counter to that. Yeah, I knew you were going to have one. <laughs> Look, it's what I'm here for. It's the <laughs> a little guide to stir the pot. <laughs> it's the verdict. That's yeah, no, exactly, yeah. exactly. This is literally the show. Um, yeah, so, uh, so I believe like there was a common ancestor. Mm-hmm. Um, with fossils, it's really hard to get fossils. Uh, for fossils to occur, you need to actually have a transmutation of rock. Mm. Uh, bones need to be turned into rock through the right uh, sediment. It has to be. Yeah. So the actual fossilization process is really difficult to come by. Um, so obviously, we have massive gaps in our fossil record history, and a lot of what, like I, like, I, I don't think it's one hundred percent solid. Um, I, I believe what we know is the best version of what we have, yeah. but what what we have isn't one hundred percent solid. It's really hard, and the more you look into it in terms of taxonomy saying um way sorry bloom's taxonomy no very no very similar actually so with taxonomy you can go okay dinosaurs are a thing all right theropods are a thing okay so theropods and this time were a thing theropods were this kind of thing and you can start getting really specific with how you categorize things mm. and the more specific you get the more differences you're going to find and sort of the more messy things come so yeah. it's easy to generalize right um now so we we have like what five five types of animals i believe like so you got uh mammals fish birds lizards like in groups is 32 so like if you like canines you know avian avians i think that's it avians, yeah, 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 yeah yeah the birds yeah 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 i mean again that comes to a different kind of it, it's <laughs> different type of no, no, this, system. No, no, yeah. this is what I'm. This is what I'm saying with when yeah, you yeah, get class, really yeah, class systems generalized. Yeah, yeah, when you get really deep into it, there's so many differences. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, we we got different different differences between humans. Yeah, yeah. Right, and you, you can class it into race, right, and then from race you can class it into sub race, and then from that you can find little minute details that change, right? Get down to twins, me and Arve just. Like <laughs> <us>. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like, I I feel like. I was trying to put at the way we think it should work onto the way that nature works. Not uh, these actions. So, yeah, right. I I gesture a lot. It's how I get my my thoughts. Are you sure you're not Italian? Um, <laughs> nope. Um, just Look at a that mustache. Mental <laughs> issues. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so, uh, nature is well. Nature is such like a massive organism that we can't actually understand it. But what we're trying to do is we're trying to put how we think it should work onto it, and therefore all these little things that are misaligned yeah it just doesn't make sense right and we kind of go for the cheapest option but Cheap. this is we have observed evolution in real time we have observed yeah. creatures um in small little pockets like um i think it was in the london underground some mosquitoes had found their way the underground <laughs> <laughs> yeah had found their way into a certain section oh they you just, mean the, the train the yes. train system yeah they found their way into a certain section and then they didn't actually end up getting out then they found out that these mosquitoes had, in that time that they got under there, evolved differently to the mosquitoes that are above ground. Oh. So we've seen it happen in real time. Bacteria is a great example as well. COVID-19? Um, 
that was a virus. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, Viruses aren't alive. I'm oh. using big quotation marks because nobody knows if they're alive or not. It's really hard to determine. Yeah. Again, we're trying to put human thought onto things that yeah, aren't yeah. human. Yeah. So we've seen evolution happen, and we can actually make these. Even though they're really big, broad strokes, massive lines, there are connections there that make sense. Look, I see. That's why I say I don't have too much of an opinion. But the maximum amount I'd ever accept is siastic, just because we can see change of change and adaptability from studying, you know, obviously the mosquitoes. Mm -hmm. But what we've never found evidence of, which is what we would have to find evidence of to state that evolution is no longer a theory, is a change of kinds. So there's no observable evidence of, say, a bird becoming a bear. Like Whales. No, yeah. Okay, no, I know what you're going to bring up. You're going to bring up those little leg bones or you're going to bring up... So, vestigial yeah. organs. Vestigial organs. Yeah. The thing is, that doesn't mean that they were ever, for example... Off like, use. Uh, we're talking about aquatic animals. I, okay. I could see whales, dolphin, sharks being from the same group. But whales would never, for example, a horse. Like, that's In, the thing. But that's the thing. We know that they were. But there's no we observable evidence of a change of kinds. And that's the problem. Because that's the thing. Where these these changes are happening over hundreds of thousands to millions to hundreds of millions of years, um, to find out where those changes occurred and find physical evidence, what fossils are hard. But we can actually track. We we know that there are. Um, we know that there was a dog-like creature that lived on land, and then there was another creature that was very similar to that creature that started developing more aquatic sensibilities. Then there was a creature that was very similar to that. And we, we can track it through those tiny changes, through these creatures that we know existed. But and we can track it to the ocean, to whales, because you know, if you're lumping sharks and whales together, if we look at the facts of sharks and whales, they're totally different. But the thing Massively is, different. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree, but there isn't a change of kinds. And if you can give me observable evidence of a change of kinds and that that's the whole problem with evolution to prove it you need you need observable evidence of a change which of are kinds. fossils but like we've fossils never, are hard to come we've never well. found one that actually evidences that though what do you, what, what do you, so what would be a fossil that evidences that <sighs> so for example if you are for me look I, again, I'm 21 years old. I'm not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. I, did, um, I, I just want to know what you're um, looking at specifically. For so example, like. for observable evidence of a change of kinds. And trust me when I say if we did have a fossil or anything that could prove that, theory, evolution would no longer be a theory. So when I say that, I'm seeing we'd have to ha see observable evidence of fossils, you know, from, for example, a fish becoming a dog or a bird becoming a fish like would have to see observable evidence in the fossil records in or like the in dog nature. losing its gills or something like but that like the dog does a dog has a dog gained gills has it lost its fur has it had the ability to live solely underwater like i think there's a society um i don't know if it's in the philippines or some kind of more coastal area where for over i think a thousand years the communities have lived solely on these kind of like almost aquatic structures I think I know built up. Where yeah. they've got the big gallbladders so they can yeah, dive yeah. and stuff. Their whole bio biology's changed. Mm -hmm. But, and I, I agree with that. I believe that humans, earth, everything adapts to nature. Mm. But I don't know if they, if they continued living like that, would we get mermaids? <laughs> like, so, a couple of things to point out. I want I, I want to sort of centralise what what changes have occurred that we yeah. think? I, I want to say no, but let's say think. So obviously we had um, life 
um, I'm talking just animals. Plants are a whole other topic. Um, animals uh, were created in the oceans. We know that there are a few species that we can't actually pin down. Trilobites being one of them. Yeah. Um, we have these weird squid things and stuff like that. Um, and then they developed uh, lungs and feet that managed to walk on yeah. land. We can track that through that process. One of the one of the things that I think shows the changes very clearly between one species and another. If you look at the end of the dinosaur era, right? Yeah. A lot of the fossils are supporting feather evidence. Yeah. Went from creatures, dinosaurs, which were very lizard-like, to then developing wings, or proto-wings is what they're referred to as. Yeah. So you've got the Archaeopteryx, which is a small little guy, small little guy, and he's got these wings, and he would glide from tree to tree, the early stages of flight. And we, we presume that dinosaurs, um, those that survived the extin- extinction event, yeah. then evolved into birds. We we, we presume that because we have we refer to it as non avian dinosaurs and avian dinosaurs. No no look I, I can definitely see your point of view. Personally, I think the most I'd ever believe in evolution is theistic evolution over um any other forms. Yeah. But look so I what's theistic evolution. Sorry. You're a Catholic, you should know this. Well, I don't know the correct <laughs> I may even know what it is, but the, the, Not the terminology. Okay, so yeah. okay, no, no, I'm just messing with you. Um <laughs> <laughs> I'm just rustling your doom. This is the first time I've like he hasn't known something religious. Yeah. He's very yeah. good at that stuff. Yeah. Um so basically, for example, I don't know if pe- many people know this, but the church does approve, like the Catholic Church does approve of belief in evolution. Mm-hmm. But we have theistic evolution, which basically means we can believe in evolution, but just not in you know a change of kinds like we don't believe for example like you can kind of believe monkeys became humans but we believe also that god intervened at one point and we also believe that humans in general are above all other animals so there was a point where first of all we believe evolution was guided by god if you do believe in that and that there was a point in which you were given a soul so that 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 that's like the religious perspective of evolution from the Catholic Church, and that's where you get the term theistic, which basically means an evolution or belief of evolution that aligns with the Catholic Church. Interesting. Okay. So the theists yeah. are like atheistic, like anti-religion. Yeah. So, oh, that's a, you yeah. do learn something new every day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the one thing I'm actually coming back to. So when we're looking at the change of kinds, right? <laughs> no, 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 no. Just just because the way the way it's presented to me. Yeah. From, from yourself, it's just yeah. I'm trying to like fit it into what I know and present it. So you're never going to see that for two reasons. Yeah. First one being fossils, hard, come by. Second yeah. one being you don't have creatures transforming from one creature into another and that creature still surviving. Well, see, the problem is, though, is with the species that you're bringing up, how do we know that they don't have – the reason we don't have earlier fossil records of them is because, you know, not many um, fossils have fossilised and it's only at that point that they came up in the fossil records. And and that's the problem. It's always going to be very difficult. We, we have fossil yeah. records from the beginning of life, which is why we know certain creatures exist and certain but creatures then don't. why don't we have fossil records of a change of kind? Like, if we have it from the beginning of life, surely there would be at least one species that could prove a change of kind. Because – you look at one species and you go, okay, this is the middle point between that species and that species. And then someone goes, what about the middle point there? And you can look at these species and you go, okay, you find one and like, okay, that's between that species and that species. And then you just define it more and more, which is again, but that blurry. But the problem is we haven't been able to do that to the point to actually prove a change of kinds. I think we have. I, well, if, if we had, evolution would no longer be called the theory of evolution. No, everything in science is called well, a theory. Well, let's see what Google says no, no, about no, no. this, Alex. Every, it, everything, it's... Okay, okay gravi- look, look, gravity. Alex, let's see what Google says about this. <laughs> no, because here's the thing, it wouldn't... It every, every, in science, everything's treated as a theory because mm. we 
I say we. It's not exactly. Science, there's room for error. Exactly. Science believes that every single idea can be developed on. It can be disproven at any time. Because science's goal isn't to find out what is. It's to basically search for more answers and develop what we know, right? So evolution as it stands, what we think of it isn't perfect. So the reason... Okay, I've just brought this up. No empirical proof exists that the ma- of macroevolution. That is evolution from one distinct kind of organism into another. It's because it takes years. Well, this is from the Irish Times, which is <laughs> oh, yes. a very reputable source. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, look, yeah, of course there isn't because that takes so long and fossils, like for every creature that generates a fossil, there's millions of creatures that don't. <laughs> okay, so my, but the thing is at the end of the day, we both have a chance of being correct because oh, you no, cannot no. empirically prove I'm wrong and I can't empirically. Say, Ali, just let me have my crypto, the super dog, please. <laughs> no, 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 you're right. And like, yeah. But, but, but yeah, evolution, it's a constant learning. It's constantly um, developing. I, I think the only- my it, It's own, not, yeah. it's not set. Like we, we don't go, this is the way it was. We go, this is the way we think it is. No, I, look, yeah, I believe having fly. an open mind's a good idea. I just hit my foot really yeah. hard, really hurt. See, that's God saying stuff. <laughs> <laughs> he just went, Alex, stop it. <laughs> no, shut up, man, shut up. And, and look, I think that's a no, great thing. A break, I think it's enjoyable. And I think yeah. at the end of the day, as long as we have we don't get aggressive. And oh, that's yeah. a great thing. We don't get aggressive about it. We can talk about it. We can enjoy it. I don't think anyone should be marginalized for their opinion on history or ev- like evolution, unless it's like horrific. Yeah. Like it's like Hitler. But no, like- no, no, no. <laughs> the people yeah. that don't think the Holocaust happens, I have like, okay, yeah. like I'm throwing hands. Okay, that, that I think comes down to ideological, but for something like natural history, I think, you know, it's interesting to let people have their opinions. Mm. And I think at the end of the day, the truth always kind of works its way out or, mm. You know, it's also just enjoyable to have that topic to argue over at family dinners. But no, no, you're right. And the thing is, yeah. if you didn't have other people's ideas, ideas wouldn't develop. Yeah. Um, like, you know, going back to theories and stuff like that, the reason why they change is because someone goes, hey, what if this happened? It gets researched and people go, oh, that did happen, we think. Yeah, let's exactly. let, think, let's yeah. let's 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 adapt. Let's adapt and and run with the idea that that did happen. And then it just grows and grows and grows. That's what all science theory is it's like the, big, the big bang theory you know that scientists we do, yeah. we just assume no, no, they get they're kind of getting rid of it now because they said, oh, they're getting rid of it no, no they're not getting rid of it but scientists are arguing over it just because they said if it did occur they'd be able to see it like that initial explosion the light would still be traveling and i mean technically universe. technically we do see it it's cosmic background radiation which we can see uh, there are moments that we can't see the big bang but we can see the big bang theory <laughs> yeah yeah that's a good show <laughs> we, we, we 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 can see sort of the effects that it yeah, had yeah. and because we, we might not have the technology powerful enough to see into the center of the universe mm. you know what i mean well i'm the center of the universe <laughs> <laughs> that, that brings right? up a really <laughs> weird debate about <laughs> anyway I was gonna, technically everyone's the center of the universe because exactly. the center of their own universe I mean, from their perspective of life no no michael the center was all one point so everybody was at the center at some point yeah. because all the atoms that were all, everything that was well with a theory everything that scientifically e- you are the center <laughs> of the universe everything that ever was was in this one point so that means that everything that ever is was in the center put of the put that on a valentine's card and yeah. see how that sells thank, thank <laughs> you know what maybe I will <laughs> thanks Jay Shetty as according to the theory of the big bang uh, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, in I'll the center that. of my, my universe, universe. <laughs> oh, I my valentine <laughs> <laughs> I gotta do some thinking ahead. I gotta plan. Oh, this you one know we're gonna post our Valentine's Day post. What? <laughs> when, when Alex wasn't there for the show, like we had um, 
uh, you know, a couple people on, and we're just like complimenting Alex because <laughs> they hadn't met him before, but they just uh, saw pictures of him. Yeah, it's like and I like all his long, luscious locks of hair. His, yeah, his crimson beard. Gosh, don't look at my beard. Okay, right. this is gonna sound racist, but you know who you remind me of? Saddam you know Hussein. <laughs> no, the actor from you know Lion? Is that him? Oh yeah. my gosh! Oh, Death oh my Death gosh! Patel. I'm gonna clip this because this is the funniest thing ever. He's the he's the uh, from Avatar: Last Airbender. Yes. He's Zuko. That is the one thing everybody says that everybody says that. I had a team. I, I go to quiz nights, right? And I, the guy came. Hey, you look like that guy from Lion. And I'm like, ah, oh, it's so funny, trust Dev me, Patel. Me, and then the next, the next time we went there, our team name was I'm not effing Dev Patel. <laughs> You oh. actually do look like the dude from Lion. Okay. You know what? I'll take it. That's a handsome man. Like literally, even the hair—you just crop it a bit at your shoulders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I went when my hair was shorter, I had—I looked like him. And just like put yourself on a cover of a CD, just looking <laughs> out into the distance. Just like yeah. the, the side lean pose. Like, do you yeah. get any celebrities? I'm actually trying to think. I don't. Ave does. Ave does to yeah. what? Uh, there's little creepy dolls at the back of a store. Like the tr oh, like marionette she, dolls. She's got Is really that a celebrity? Eyes. She's got these massive bug eyes that are blue. <laughs> she gets Smeagol. My family calls her Smeagol. That's that's fun. That's fun. Yeah. All right. Well, look, we'll leave you with those thoughts while we go to a break. All right. We'll be back in just a moment. Coming to you from Rockingham, IPL Radio. Speak. <laughs> I was. I. I all the time, whenever we come back, I'm like, I'm going to say something funny. And then I get there and I'm like, I have no words in my brain. That was pretty funny. Uh, I think so too. <laughs> Did you think it was, was funny? funny? I just watched you guys awkwardly. Fair <laughs> enough. You mean you watched Dev Patel awkwardly? <laughs> yeah, during the break. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that, that's why I came to this show. I was like, I'm going to be Dev Dev Patel, Patel yeah. And then you're so disappointed when you just met. And I saw his signature and I'm like, that's not him. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it an A? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so well, how's your career going, Dev? Uh, um, my career's going well. I don't know what he sounds like. But it's, yeah, my career's going well. Um, uh, they've actually asked me to come back for the Avatar Last that's Airbender pretty movie. Good, pretty, pretty good uh, yeah. recreation. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know what he sounds like. What, what are you playing in Avatar 2? Um, I've actually been come up as uh, I'm continuing my my Zuko training. Oh, uh, and how yeah. about Slumdog Millionaire? How's that going? Uh, oh gosh, sorry, oh, that's so a text. That, that's a text from my agent. Actually, so the movie's no longer going ahead. Oh, uh, he's, he's too rich now. <laughs> yeah, it's Slumdog Billionaire now. Um, you Caucasian people out there, we're talking about the guy from Lion. <laughs> yeah, Lion. He played Zuko in that great what? movie Avatar: Why are you Last Airbender. Lion. <laughs> don't laugh. Don't don't. Give him the pleasure. <laughs> Why are you always lying? Do you remember? Do you remember, when, do you remember when Harambe died? There was the song, and it's just like lying on the floor. Harambe, Harambe. What? Elon Musk made a song about him. Stop. Lying on the floor. <laughs> that, that that's a phrase song. That's you found me. You yeah, found yeah. me. But it's like a, you know Danny Gonzalez. A bunch of like viners at that time oh, yeah. made that. Um, stop bringing Elon Musk on my show. Oh, I, I love the guy. Don't Why? you love the guy, Maria? I feel like Elon Musk is your Hitler. <laughs> like, yeah. We always have to mention mummy. We have to mention Elon Musk. Yeah. How are you going to fit mummy into this? We talked about Egyptian mummies. We Ooh, already talked about it. Good, 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 good. Normally we're talking about and then we talk mummies. Then we. So those are the topics, See? Elon Musk and mummies. No, we just, it's like a running thing. Mom which we yeah, we, 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 there's stuff that we have to bring up on every show, even though we don't want to. My job, Elon Musk, and referring to someone or something as mummy. Uh, so I feel uh, like Elizabeth Olsen. Yeah. Okay. 
That's that's an interesting psychological profile. Okay, who would you? <laughs> Fraud <laughs> is spinning in his grave. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Who would you consider a mummy? <laughs> Do you mean like the Egyptian mummy? No, yes. no, 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 no. Mummy with an O. What? Mummy. Mummy. No, Momo. It's mummy with an O. It's mummy. No, okay, so mom is an American. Okay, who's your favorite? Yeah. Who's your favorite Mormon? <laughs> Was it that guy the one that sold me that um, Afterlife special <laughs> <laughs> no, For $2.50 <laughs> What is going on? No, they're just like You know what? what? You want a good setup for a f- As a female We're gonna set you up As one of ten wives <laughs> Emperor's new group <laughs> Yeah Three bedroom house Two bathroom house. You get a 15 minute Guaranteed shower use Every day That sounds like a good deal to me you know, I'm, I'm yeah. gonna yeah. So I you mean, know, with the water prices, yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> Fifteen minutes a day. Oof. You know what I heard? The best best advice if you're homeless, get a gym membership. You can have access to showers and water. That's terrible that's, advice. That's actually smart advice. It costs, smart it costs advice. so much. Fifteen bucks a week. Twelve dollars yeah. a week. Okay, if you're homeless, you Gar- probably don't. You probably don't have fifteen bucks a week to splash about. Well, that's why it's twelve dollars. Um. <laughs> well, I mean, not <laughs> not, not where I live, Michael. <laughs> Oh, no, I feel like it's affordable. For example, let's say you go on the beg. Well, no, 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 but the, the beg. Like, you but, but you, often ha- like you, have to, you often have to use like a, a card to sign up, so it's automatically deducted. I thought you were referring to like a bagel, like the beg. Like, <laughs> no, I was like, if you're on the beg, like someone just sitting on a bagel. No, but like you're doing, you're going each and every day. You're doing an Andrew Tate. You're doing it like. Oh, you know, it's about Where's your Bugatti? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll bring yeah. Samissi back on the show. Sorry, Samissi back <laughs> on the show. <laughs> yeah, we could. We could. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, uh, and, uh, yeah. You know, you put in the work in each day begging. You know, standing at the stoplights, and I'm not actually making. Of them here, I feel like you could make at least twenty bucks a day. I feel that That's way. You could, That's but then you have to like work. <laughs> well, no, you have to like you have to put yourself in a in a very vulnerable situation. I, to look, do that. That's true, and look, I actually do feel bad because I think with benefits, if you're homeless, you need an address to receive yeah. them. So it's actually. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, you if you're real- homeless, just get an address. Which <laughs> <laughs> is sad. Which is sad. No, 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 no. It, it's one of those homeless. Just get a house. It, it, it's one of those um, uh, spirals where it's like when one thing goes wrong, mm. and then it's like, oh, you need to have a house to do this. You need to have something else to do that, and it just yeah. that you know it just corkscrews you into that position. Yep. That's why I think, like, you know, you need more people. I think I think the initiatives they're doing now, which is helping people set up lives, mm. like having someone walk you through that, is probably the best thing. You know, and I think the paperwork and all the, you know, red tape does overwhelm someone yeah. who's in that transitionary Centlink phase. Centrelink is such an... Like, so, like, with my job, right? Yeah. You have the age pension, but depending on how much you get and what you receive is based on your assets. Okay. Superannuation is an asset. People have anywhere between... 30000 to a million dollars within super, right? So people are always calling up saying, hey, Centrelink wants to know exactly how much money is in my super. Can you send me it? And I send it to them. They say, they come back. They go, that wasn't good enough. They need to know this, this, and this. I send them the information to come back. Anytime they make changes to the super, they have to request that information from us to go to Centrelink so that they can change how much they go to. There is so much procedure, which... You know, someone who's seventy years old doesn't need to go through. Shouldn't have to go through that just to be like. Because you deal with wills and stuff as well, right? We don't deal with it, but it is a part of like the conversations that we have. Yeah, um, but yeah, like it, there's so much like where I think there's a phrase for it probably where they make something intentionally difficult to get as a way of limiting the resource, even though it's like easy. 
they, they make it hard to acquire as a way to actually um, stop it being acquired as much. Yeah, and I think oh, that I like can be girl. overwhelming, yeah. Well, yeah. especially for our aged population. They are not tech savvy. Oh my gosh. Oh my, sorry. Normally password resets, so we have like an online uh, thing. Password resets should take about two uh, to three minutes for me to do. 36 minutes. I'm teaching them how to email. I'm like, I've sent it to your email. And she's like, it's on my phone. And I'm like, I want it on the computer. I'm like, okay, open up your browser. Which one? Mm. Okay, sign into your email account. I don't know my password. Okay, send it to your husband. It's like, how do I do that? And I'm like opening up my Gmail and fo- like, see, so I can see what they're saying. That should be a full-time job in itself. It is. I. That's what I do, <laughs> Michael. That's my job. Just tech support for like. Uh, oh. Oh yeah. No. 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 That should be a job. But I. Nobody would have the patience for that. I don't think mm. that's. It's overwhelming. So Even crushing. literally, my mom was like, "Oh, your dad forgot his password, and we got, we're going to go down to the bank." And I'm like, "Please don't use up that time. This is going to be an hour. <laughs> like, yeah. I will help you." And they said, "No, we're going to do this up by ourselves." And I'm just thinking, I feel so bad for whoever's in yeah. tomorrow. <laughs> Yeah, just that one person is like, oh, I can't wait to clock off in 15. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, but no. yeah, no, it's, but then that that is another issue where um, we're getting, te- you know, skewing towards technology. You've got an, an entire two two generations that haven't grown up in technology. Yeah. Yeah. It's making it harder to access the information that they need to, they need to access. But I feel like it's intentional though, because I feel like they don't want to learn. Like, I know that, okay, this is maybe emotional, but- <laughs> uh, The way you said that, <laughs> yes it is. <laughs> but like, I'll be like to my mom, let me help you. And then I press a button, she's like, <gasps> like just yeah. hyperventilates. And I feel bad, but I feel like there's a lot of fear around it because maybe back in their day, you know, their parents you brought out the belt every time they, mm. you know, touch the television or something. And I, I need to be sensitive to that. But at the same time, it's so frustrating. It is. You just want them to pick it up. My mom, instead of letting me take five seconds to show her how, made me put music on her iPod all the time. Uh. And I'm like, it's very easy. You just put the CD in and then click and drag. And she's like, no, and it's too, too difficult. You have to like, it's, you know when people are intentionally incompetent so they don't do something? Because they're scared. Well, no, 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 no not, not even because they're scared. <laughs> like, if you ever, I'm not sure if, you, if you've ever been in a relationship where somebody intentionally goes, oh, I don't know how to do that. So you can do it, you can do it. Or where, you know, like like students will do that and they'll be like, like to teachers and be like, oh, I don't know how to, can you do it for me? And stuff like that. Intentionally incompetent so somebody else doesn't work for you. It's more I like think that's an awesome your mom issue. just wants to spend more time with you. <laughs> No, because I'm in the I'm in the study putting music on the computer and she's watching Taskmaster. How is that spending time with me? Mm. Maybe she just wants to hold. She your just attention. wants music on her iPod. That's what she wants, oh, Michael. Okay, okay. And I'm the guy who's going to facilitate holding that your for attention okay. captive. I get where they're coming from though, because my twin sister and I had like this codependency where there's certain things I refused to do and she had to do them for me. And there's okay. certain things she refused to do, and I had to do them. Is that why when I brought that up, your face went funny, and you like you were realizing something? <laughs> when I brought that up, you went, "Oh no, so that's what, me." <laughs> that's what I, I saw the face journey that you went through there, and no, I'm like, I, "Oh it no!" Just hit me the hypocrisy, and then my own self. So what? Ave does the washing, and you won't do the washing. Oh no, no, no! So like, I hated applications because I have this bad luck where I, you know, something will always go wrong. And I had that happen a few times. It like went right for Software her. applications? No, 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 no like, like maths applications? No, 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 oh, no, 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 no. Like school applications, project applications. Oh, I think applying for yeah. something, gotcha. Like gotcha. setting something oh. up. Yeah. Because things always went wrong for me. Mm. Mostly because I think my dyslexia was more prominent when I was a kid. So it'd be like, mm. do, do, do. Like, you know what I mean? So guys, here's an accurate representation of dyslexia. 
<laughs> but, okay, that's me saying it. But like, we, we're harsh on ourselves. But like, it improves as yeah. you get older. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. She was terrified of the dark. So, or like, or physical work, or labor, or sad, <laughs> or like anything. Sad. She was terrified of the dark and work. Yeah. So like. Doing the washing in the line, like turning gotcha. the lights off, like doing anything that had to do with like nighttime. Mm. You know, walking her home from the bus stop that's only three minutes from our house, like she would be terrified. Gotcha. It was so funny. Like, just stuff like that. And or spiders. I always had to kill the spiders for her. She may have mm. had a bad experience when she was young. No, she's lazy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like we had a boat and we lived on a boat for large periods of time when we we're homeschooling. And yeah, okay. That's the point cool. being is she didn't like any of the physical labor involved and when we got to shore she refused to get her feet wet she'd make me piggyback her to not even the sand to the town (laughs) that is so funny but the the fact is that you've definitely done it because (laughs) she's expecting it now she's like let's go and you're taller than her right oh when when we were kids there was a point where i was considerably larger than her. her head came up to my shoulder and she was just really tiny and I, I you know, I was muscular, I was fit. <laughs> yeah, so. And she was just had two people. <laughs> yeah, she had the strength of herself and a baby. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. So, you know, you know, she was like little, and she was very underweight and stuff. So, uh, okay. you know, very pathetic. That's ironic. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of this kind of became a slight roast. For like, uh, like if she just listens to this episode, <laughs> she's like, Everything's oh, no, oh no. She, she was saying she'll come here when she comes back and talk about pastry chefs and stuff. Honestly, like, okay, I was surprised that she survived this long in her pastry chef career. Do you know what she yeah. did? She made a Buddha, I told you. Yeah, I was unhappy about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I was like, why did you- Because you know what the thing is, is like, she can be so incompetent. Like, when she started her first job, there was a freezer that you close at night because it's got all the expensive ice cream and eclairs. Yes. Really good food. She left it open. And they came back. I think it was $2,000 worth of ice cream and stuff melted and it was not salvageable. She started crying. He he started eating the melted ice cream. Look, look. Why it's not one Panic panic mode. I'm crying. (laughs) Oh, ice cream. (laughs) And she got away with it. And I'm like, how did she become a chef? That is so funny. So, you know, if anyone out there feels like they can't achieve something. (laughs) (laughs) Just know. If Ave could do that, you could do anything. that's what I say with the job I'm at currently. I was I hadn't done like a full time role before. Oh yeah. I hadn't worked in an office before. I was stressed, and my friend got me the job, oh, and I'm like, yeah. if he can do this job, I definitely can. <laughs> was my mentality going to? <laughs> I love the guy. Oh. He's been my best friend for however many years. I love him, but he's a dumbass, right? He, you know, you know, you know, Nutri Blenders. That's yeah. like, yeah. He filled it with. He was trying to make like cocktails. Then he filled it with like uh, fruits and fizzy drink. And then because carbonation releases gas, when he pressed it down, it exploded in my kitchen and splattered my entire kitchen oh. full of soft drink. It was sticky for weeks. Oh, okay. And so that's his level of. He once melted a plate in a microwave. I don't know how, but he did it and ruined the microwave. And so that's his level of. Um, competency and so i'm like if he can do this job why should i stress um and he's doing well at this job oh he's really good no he's no I, I, it's I a take, different skill set no no like, I take, that's I, why people like you can be clever but you can't be smart that's the thing i take the piss out of him but honestly he is an intelligent guy he is smart he's just a dumbass like no, he doesn't he doesn't point it in a direction there's a difference between you know academically smart and socially smart and but the thing is he he's smart. neither of those he he blew well, up my kitchen with a blender, Michael. It's just, a we're working skillset. through trauma, you know. He just let it out. Just let it out. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. Well, on that note, 
Oh, what note? We've got, we got to send the recording. We do, we do. All right, well, I think I think that brings us to the end of our episode. Any any final words any, you'd like to you, say? Do you want to dedicate anything to, to the people listening today? Well, I think, you know, we guys have heard a lot of different opinions mm-hmm. and stupid opinions and just a lot of stuff. So, you know, if you've heard this, you know, just apply that to your life. Like, if <laughs> we can sit here and talk about these random subjects, you can go out and socialize and talk about random subjects mm. and make it entertaining for yourself. Or, you know, if you are you feel like you're stupid, you can go get a job with get your a, friend. Become, get a pastry chef. No, yeah, or find a friend who's more incompetent than you <laughs> and ask them for their job. Yeah, exactly. I think that's a really good uh, life like, lesson to take away from So, you. look, you know, if, uh, actually, you know, the best one, if Mark McGowan can do his job, <laughs> you can too. Fair enough. And if Dev Patel can host a radio show, yeah, you who would have thought that Dev? We, who would have thought that I, Dev Patel, would have joined this show today? How crazy! It's is actually, that? guys, it's actually freaky how much he looks like him. I don't know if that's like racism because he's one of the few Indian actors. But he's not he does. Indian. I don't, technically he's Indian? Bengali. Technically, Bengali. Okay. technically different country. A lot of lot, lot of tension there. They had a whole war about it and yeah, lots of people yeah, died yeah. it was a genocide anyway rest in history mate <laughs> <laughs> you're not partition all right michael any any words from any any words um, a single word or two water drink <laughs> good job all right well if you've liked today's episode listen to our previous episodes follow ourselves on well, spot this is episode on 31 episode 31 yeah follow ourselves on instagram at the verdict underscore ipl and follow yourself because you deserve it I like that, Michael. It's a good way to end the show. Don't follow your friends. (laughs) (laughs) Don't. All right. We'll see you all next Next time. Next week.